everyone. Welcome to episode 303. Sorry, let me try it again. Welcome to episode 383 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ted. I am your host, Sean. Hi, Ed. How's it going? Good. How are you? I am exhausted. Really? Yeah. Um, it's been a big week for the video game industry. There was two new, brand new systems launched and a, a new Call of Duty, which, you know, yay. <laughs> um, so, needless to say that uh, I've been, uh, my patience has been pushed to its limit. <laughs> uh, let's say I will say that on a, on Tuesday when the PS when the Xbox One series the Xbox Series X launched there was someone who tried to cheat the system got thrown out and had a hissy fit I thought I was going to punch a pregnant woman when <laughs> being a boss over my manager um, <laughs> um, then on Thursday with the launch of the PS5 um, there was some grumbling I, my my whole network went down so I was swimming in arguments and people not being able to use their credit cards or pay with their debit cards it, <laughs> <laughs> and then Friday oh and uh, during the launch of the PS5 my pregnant store leader decided think thought her water broke so she officially went on maternity leave in the middle of the shift <laughs> no, i can't blame her you know like i mean it was kind of like of course it happened because it's, it's it's stressful and all that and you know like and she was gonna go and leave after the launch week but you know babies babies are gonna come when they're gonna when they're ready to come right you know? they have, so, you, they have no control baby. over it no matter what yeah right so this baby i think you know like jiggled the the was was like, hey, I think I'm ready. She, the baby didn't come yet though, so it was definitely one of those like false positives or uh, what do they call the 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 Matrix Hicks, <laughs> you know, Braxton to Tony, the Tony Braxton Hicks, pains, whatever the hell they're called. <laughs> Clearly, I'm not a pregnant person, so I couldn't tell you. Uh, so, uh, so. She left, so now she's you know won't be back until probably the end of January. Um, so uh, yay! <laughs> and in fact, Friday wound up being uh, Call of Duty launch day, and I feel like those are. I think I say it every time a Call of Duty comes out. They're probably the, one of the most toxic fan base I've ever I've ever seen. Worse, I think worse than Star Wars fans. Hey, you know, <laughs> I, look, I, I, I think we're Star the Wars worst. Fans. Hey. <laughs> uh, Star Wars fans to me were fine with the first three movies, but the moment you introduced episodes one, two, three, seven, eight, nine, it went to shit. <laughs> we were all happy and talking about stuff, and all of a sudden you throw in little baby Anakin, and you know everyone's like, "Ooh, anger!" <laughs> ooh, ooh, you know, like, "Oh, I, Last Jedi!" Ooh, I'm angry. You're just toxic, toxic masculinity, or you know, specious, or whatever. <laughs> but now it's Call of Duty season, and that means you know, dude, man, oh, I love Call of Duty, and then like a month later, they're gonna be complaining how it sucks. And it's like it's because you allow it to happen. You know, <laughs> you you buy it every time. <laughs> Just one year, don't buy it. Just don't. 
you know. Send a message. <laughs> what? Send a message to the. Right. Send a message to the powers that be that you're not going to stand for this subpar bullshit. That it's going to be a big game, super long download time. It's going to, it's going to, there's going to be some game bugs in it that's going to, you know, make people lose their shit or, uh, you know, make the game freeze up and, or there's going to be, you know, they're going to start kicking out campers or cheaters and those people are going to complain and cry because I can't do what I want to do even though I'm cheating. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> And they're gonna come in. This game sucks. I fucking buy it every year. And well, there's your problem. You buy it every year. Just don't buy it. Well, what do you mean? Well, just don't buy it. Like, you have the right to not buy it. It's a choice. Well, I know my friends are buying it. Oh, so then it's peer pressure that makes you want to buy it. You have no individuality. You're a sheep. <laughs> You're. You're you're subjected to peer pressure because if all your friends are doing it, you got to do it too. But yet you stand there and complain about it. I, okay, okay, and you're probably the same people who blame the girl for the way she was dressed. You know, just completely mansplained and everything, and just dude broing it up. <laughs> anyway, so I was playing Call of Duty yesterday, and I just <laughs> 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 no. Um, I do have I have played a couple games this week though I've been you know in the very short amount of free time that I've had I've been able to dip my toe in the video game Watas oh, for okay. a couple of the releases so we'll get to that a little later on All right. uh, what about you what have you been up to um, uh, I fell down a, 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 a you know well um, I, I watched like I said there's many platforms to watch and I watch Pluto and there's a documentary channel and for a while, they've been running um, mafia, um, you know, the history of the mafia. And they're going like way back to almost like the beginning of time, like when the mafia hit, you know, the U.S. and, 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 and up to almost present day in a way. Um, so it got me into like the mafia mood. Um, so there was one movie that I've always wanted to watch and. You know, not not that I was scared of it, but a lot of people said when this was made at the time, this was the scariest movie ever made in, in the time it was made. You there? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Okay. I'm okay. So Sorry, it was... Phone, it, I forgot to turn down a volume. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so as I say, so, so this movie was made in 1931. It's called The Public Enemy. It starts James Cagney. Um, you know, he was, that was like his big thing. I think in the thirties was making some of these movies, uh, about, uh, mafia. And they said that like, this is one of the scariest, this was like the most realistic movie of the time, um, for this. And it was kind of like a, it was almost like watching it. You, 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 when you watch this movie, you kind of go, this is kind of like, like a propaganda film for the government to stop the mafia in a way like they they were showing like a, a time in the life of somebody and they were saying that this, this these true these were true events but the names were changed to you know um uh protect people basically or something like that i forget exactly what the wording okay. was but it's one of those things that, you know they're, they're not using the real names and i have to say that right people in the 30s were suckers <laughs> That's the way I can put it. I mean, I'm like, I'm thinking, yeah, it's not that scary, and I'm, and I knew it wasn't. Like, you know, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, we've seen, we've seen like all these horror, like these horror movies and these, in these 
gangster movies that go, you know, like really show almost real life today. And you, and you, you, so you watch it from like the thirties and you go and eh, it was no big deal, but I kind of got it. I kind of got like how this was scary because some of the scenes was like, it felt really realistic. The only problem is, is that through time, I mean, it's 89 years old at this point. There's a loss in translation and some of the phrases that these guys use to, to talk to people. It was just, it was really weird. Um, but it was it it was good. Like I, I I could I could see why James Cagney was a good actor. And, you know, like I said, I it it was like because I'm like watching these old like 19. They're talking about these old 30s gangsters, and I'm like, hey, that was made in the 30s. I'm sure it's like pretty close. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, okay, like like it was it was interesting to see. Like they were they was basically during the the booze era, you know, the the prohibition uh, uh, time, you know, and now they were stealing booze. And selling it, and and you know, I mean, the ending was kind of like, yeah, I don't think that really happened. Like the 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 leader of the Irish mafia was going to quit if they brought back the the star with James Cagney. Um, he's he plays a guy named um, oh, it was uh, uh Tom Powers is the guy's name. See, of course, it doesn't really matter because it wasn't any famous you know uh, mobster. It's just it's a made up right. name, but. That they brought him home, that he would quit the business. It was kind of like that ha- happy ending, and they did, but they didn't bring him. Like he wasn't alive, and you know, I'm going to spoil it for you kids because I know nobody's going to watch this movie from 1931. So I mean, it, I, I'm like, I, I, I see the horror of it, but some of the scenes you watch it, and you go, yeah, it was a different time then. Like these these movies did not hold up well at all. Like you, like some of the some of the phrases that they were using, I was like, what, what, wait, what? And I had to like think about what they said and translate it to like what it would be today. And I'm like, some of them like, yeah, I have no idea what, what they were talking about. Like it, it, I guess it was lingo of, of the thirties and the twenties that, that, uh, you know, that was popular back then. And today we don't use those, those terms at all. So, um, but I mean, like I said, if, if you're, right. if you're a film buff and you're, you like, you know, and like I said, I, I just found out this well, and I'm like watching these, all these documentaries. I was like, watching them i'm like ah oh, you know it was interesting because i'm I, I always like to watch documentaries and especially the mafia it was always fascinating to watch and how these people came to power and you know where they were and because like they they actually put like pieces of the puzzle that you would see like you know like bugsy malone and and um i'm trying to think uh you know like different different faces that we saw like in in in, in media you know that's that was actually there like they they actually put them in in the history part of it and you go and Ah, okay. Now, now I see where this all fits. You know, like how they're not really like the, like they're like a player of the of this many cast of uh, of uh, mobsters. So you kind of you kind of you kind of see it all pieces pieces together. So it was really interesting. I think AMC was running it for a long time, uh, but like I said, it's, it was on the it was on the Bio Channel on uh, on Pluto. So it's like I said, if you if you're interested in that kind of stuff. It was it was worth watching, you know. I wouldn't really recommend the Public Enemy unless you're like a history buff, like a film buff, and you want to see what kind of was back then, you know. Then be like, yeah, go for it. So, so that's that's the main thing I've been doing. I did pick up some more movies, and this these you know are are you know you see them and you go you know I'm gonna I'm gonna pick this up. Um, uh, the Girl Next Door. Uh, I remember seeing this like I think in the '90s. And uh, it might have been the early two thousands, actually. Now that it comes, I think it's a, it's Wico with the 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 kid has the porn star move next door to him. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's nineties. Um, 
I think. Because you know, uh, she got famous because she was Jack Bauer's daughter on 24. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Okay, so you picked that up? Yeah, I picked that one up. And uh, I also picked up Track of Thunder. Uh, how many times I've seen that movie and I don't have it in my collection, so I figured let me, let me get that. And then there's this one rare movie that, not really rare, but it's it was a movie that I, I thought was funny. And I, I mean, I knew I knew it made a, a hit on the VHS circuit in the days. Uh, who was Harry Crumb uh, with uh, John Candy? He plays a detective. And I I, th- I always laughed when I saw it, and I'm like, you know what? I, I have to have that in my collection. Ladies, I saw them on cheap, so they were, they were like six, seven bucks a piece at Best Buy. So I was like, you know, let me pick it up. Um, and then. The, the next two here, well, I'll just do this last one here. Was I saw it for five bucks at uh, Target yesterday because apparently everybody's starting their Black Fridays early. Um, they're making like a season of Black Friday instead of just doing it right after Thanksgiving because I go, I guess they're trying to control the uh, populace thing, you know, going one day and going crazy. I think it's I think it's a little bit of both. I think it is like hey, because even most retailers are doing the old hey, let's get Black Friday deals starting this week. To kind of maybe get to stretch it out, and also there's the Cyber Monday stuff. Um, I, I do think it's. I, I agree. It it does feel very, like, hey, to try to keep you know stuff down. Well, you know, maybe people won't go shopping if we all in one day if we stretch it out. The problem is they do a shitty job of of like promoting it. So yeah, I know nobody knew because like I, I drove up to Target. I just I had to pick up a couple things. I wasn't like there for Black Friday sales. I was actually picking up stuff legitimately at Target, and I was like, "There was it was crowded." I, mean, I was like, "I'm like, what are they giving away? Like, I don't get it." And I, and then I went to the movie section like I always do, and I picked up a, a Christmas movie because <laughs> that's all I had. They had like a ton of Christmas movies out. So, and this one I I, I rarely saw. I saw this in the theater, um, and you know, speaking of the the baby uh, <laughs> baby Atticus because he's in it, Jake Lloyd, uh, Jingle All the Way. With Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad, and I'm like, because like after after this movie, I thought Sinbad was great, and I'm like, I never saw him again in a movie, and I'm like, what happened to Sinbad? Like, like I always ask that once in a while, like, whatever happened to Sinbad? You know, uh, but uh, yeah. So, and then the last one, and this one, I'm I'm embarrassed to say I bought, um, only because yeah, I. But I'm gonna tell. I'm not gonna tell you anyway, because I know you're gonna make fun of me, but I don't really care, because um, I already bought this on digital, um, a while back. It's the three movie film collection of Bill and Ted. The Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Bogus Jersey, and Feast of Music. Um, it came out. I think we I think we we mentioned it last week's uh, releases. It came out, so I I was, or maybe it's been two weeks ago, but uh, I I picked it up. I had to uh, uh, get it, and you know I was like oh, and I and I I bought it, and I'm thinking, and then I, like as I'm as I'm like leaving the store and getting in the car, I'm like, ah oh, man, I bought it digitally, <laughs> and I think I paid the same price for. it. So now I have a Blu-ray and digital twice, <laughs> Blu-ray once and, and and physically and digitally twice. And then uh, also too, I also want to mention last week I it wasn't I didn't see it on any radar or anything, and I missed it. But last Tuesday the live-action Mulan came out. Um, oh, really? On Blu-ray, yes, and digital. So I ordered I it. It's been coming out in December. Huh. Well, the 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 the. Uh, they're, Disney's doing this now, so that way people they can make money, money off the like the DVD and Blu-ray collectors uh, uh, that way. Um, and then like December fourth, they're going to release it now on Disney Plus for everybody to watch. Oh. 
So okay. people who bought it, you know, for thirty bucks, it's twenty six now <laughs> with Blu-ray and digital code. And then, of course, after December fourth, you can watch it for the value of your monthly subscription. So, <laughs> well, okay. Um, I want to say too that uh, the Girl Next Door came out in two thousand and four. By the way, okay. All right. It felt so, like it was longer than that. Like I, it doesn't seem like it was only sixteen years ago that came out. <laughs> um, also, since you brought it up, vo- this is one of those moments where I kind of wish I, I, I had a little bit of fu money, because the entire James Bond collection's on sale digitally on Voodoo for a hundred bucks. Killing you, isn't it? Yeah, it does. I look at it, and I'm like, because like I knew, like right after Sean Connery passed away. I, they obviously dropped down the Connery movies to like, you know, like, you know, hey, it's on sale because why wouldn't you? <clears throat> but then I'm looking and the other day I looked and I saw that the entire series, whole, all, all 24 movies for a hundred bucks. And I'm like all in 4K digital, all pretty, you know, all nice. And I'm just like, <sighs> sons of bitches. I'm like, all right, well, there'll be another day. I mean, it's not like I don't have them physically. Right. So, because I do have the James Bond collection as as the Blu-ray physical collection, but I want to be lazy. I don't want to just get up and have to go next door to the next room over and grab the collection. Because I just did the whole Superman thing. I did five movies, uh-huh. and I'm like, well, I kind of I was gonna slide into the Rambo movies because I have all those movies too, you know. And a part of me is like, well, I guess I I could trick start there if I wanted to like I mean thinking about like what I want to jump into next because I haven't really gotten any movie watching in I, I I I've caught um a couple documentaries myself on Hulu um I think you brought up the one the um becoming bond with George Lazenby yeah I started watching it I, I gotta be honest part of me just doesn't give a shit <laughs> like <laughs> It was it wasn't that exciting? I, I I do have to admit, like 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 after watching, I was like, everybody needs to see this. George Lazenby was great. I mean, it was just like this dude was just like, telling me like how he got laid and like you know, and then he was like, like he thought he was the shit and went and gotten to be James Bond. And I got to as far as him getting his. I guess I'm assuming he becomes his wife, who wouldn't be the daughter of a dignitary or something like that. So I haven't even gotten to the part where he becomes Bond yet. Because it starts off with this great hook of like he was offered you know a six picture deal, millions of dollars, and he walked away from it all. This is his story, and it's George. I'm like, okay, I remember Ed talking about this as a Bond fan. It's really, I actually think on Her Majesty's Secret Service as a story is a decent story. You know, he's an okay Bond. I mean, yeah. In, in in the he's a blip on the radar when you when you're a one and done up anymore like even when um when if you want to buy the bond collection separately they have like oh well here's the sean connery here's the roger moore here's oh. the robert daltry not Tim- the timothy daltry <laughs> here's, the, <laughs> here's the pierce brosnan and here's the daniel craig's it's like daltry. anyone who did more than three moves <laughs> hey the guy from the <laughs> played bond <laughs> but <Right>. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hey, here's all these Bond collections, and then you go, I got them all. I got this person. I'm like, yeah, you're still missing one, buddy. No, I'm not. On Her Majesty's Secret Service, George Lazenby, Australian Bond. 
<laughs> that that was the thing. Like what? Like now, because I'm 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 actually because I have my TV on and I can I can as I'm talking to you I can flip through Voodoo and and find things and all. Uh-huh. And uh, you know to buy them individually, each individual film, it's ten bucks. So you know like right. it's twenty five right. films. So you're you know well twenty four if you twenty five when you count uh, um, Never Say Never Again, which it is on the list. So, but each right, one is yeah. the. Okay. Right, so so you 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 know so so hundred bucks is a deal because if you divide you know it's two hundred fifty bucks individually, so you go okay. Right. So, but then you go okay. Well, they do have the bundle and save like you like you're saying like they have like the Roger Moore collection, the the Timothy Dalton, the Pierce Brosnan, Daniel Craig, and so on. Of course, it depends on how many movies they did. It depends on how pricey it is. Like I think the the, the Roger Moore, I think it's like twenty five bucks. Um, but I think like the no, it's it's one, well the the Sean Connery's twenty nine ninety nine. Okay. The Roger Moore now is twenty nine ninety nine. Okay. The Dalton is only fifteen because it's only two movies. Right. The Pierce Brosnan is twenty five, and the Daniel Craig is twenty is thirty bucks. Right. So even still, you're you're better off because if you need to go like okay, well. Because there was a part of me that was like, you know what, I'll eventually get them digitally. Maybe I'll treat myself like once a paycheck, buy a Bond movie. You know, just because it's, they're usually relatively cheap. They actually, now they're on sale, it's like 10 bucks a pop. But sometimes they're like $15. I'm like, well, I could start with, you know, and just eventually over time get it. But but eventually over time, now that they're on sale, usually they're not. I'd be paying more than, than the $100 that they're worth right now. Exactly. You know? It's like, ooh, you guys, you make it so tempting. Yeah, no, it's it's it, it, you you get that you get that moment. You go, I, I could own this right now, and it's like, but then I won't yeah. be able to eat for a week. <laughs> it's a hundred right. bucks. It, it, it's the okay. Well, I could, you know, like okay. Here's a prime example. Ed, PS Five came out, right? I could have had an opportunity to. They have um. There's different ways to be able to buy it now. You could do what's called a flex pay, where it's like four every two weeks for like the next four paychecks I guess you can get or the next few weeks um, you get to make a small payment four payments obviously to stretch it out you know and I'm like okay well I could time that right where I get paid I could put the money towards it the problem Ed is one number one they're, you can't get your hands on them anymore because they're sold out right. but number two I just had my brakes replaced and I can't justify if I have to make a payment on anything, it's going to be the credit card that I use to pay for the the, for the breaks. <laughs> like it wasn't even just, it's like my whole, my whole rib, the rotors and brakes didn't even replace. And it was like, it was a couple hundred dollar thing. I'm like, well, if I have to, I can't just, I had to be what they call an adult, you know, and it, it, it hurts. <laughs> it does. It hurts bad. It's like, what the? You know, I'm like, oh, oh man. And, but it, in the end, I'm like, well, it is what it is, and you know, I'm like, all right, but that bond thing's tempting because I'm like, well, it's only a hundred dollars, a couple, you know, one push, really, and all it is, you know, and then boop, it's it's there, you know, but it's like, no, you know what, it'll come around again, it always will, it's, you know, it's not, it's not like, uh, I'm not rushing out, going, oh my god, I need this, oh my god, it's more like, a, all right, it'd be nice to have digitally eventually, but. Uh, it'll keep um, I, but I did so the George Lazenby one though I started watching it the documentary and I'm like okay it's kind of interesting but sometimes I feel like he's they have him in a tuxedo and he's sitting in front of the camera and then they cut 
as he's telling the story, apparently he's not interesting enough as a person, so they kind of have to cut in like actors and actresses playing out the scenes that he's talking about. Oh yeah. And I'm like, why is this necessary? Like you couldn't you just like through through archival footage or, or you know like maybe photos and stuff. But no, you actually have like a guy playing him. You got a girl playing who's I'm like I said assuming it's going to be his wife. You know, it's and they're they're played out like little like little vignettes cutting in between like him t- looking at you looking at the camera while he's talking as if you're sitting down like having like a lunch with George Lazenby kind of deal and I'm just kind of watching I'm going okay well I'll maybe I'll finish this like I was tired so I went to bed but that was like three days ago <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not like a part of me is just like I, I just want to see how you became Bond like I believe you just talked somebody into it like I you know, <laughs> I, I'm more curious about why you didn't sign the multi-million dollar deal to be Bond for more than one movie. Like, what made you walk away? But a part of me just feels like he walked away because he was bored with it. Like, well, no, it wasn't. It wasn't so much he was bored with it because he toured. He toured the country uh, and most of the world to promote the movie because. He was the new Bond, and basically, like Kelly Brockley said, get get your ass out there and start, you know, uh, promoting this movie because you've got big shoes to fill. I mean, you got you're, you're, you're replacing Connery, you know, and he did, and he won out there, and he was, and he was, but no, nobody could accept him as Bond, and that's why they the Kelly Brockley and and Connery didn't see eye to eye after a while. They were they they uh, Connery didn't like. Uh, Cubby Brackley uh, it was up until before Cubby died that they patched things up through a phone call because he was right. dying like he was he was like on like death's door and he was like he kind of I guess you know and like Connery there they, they patched it up and then like a few months later he passed away and it was just like you know that's that's the way it was but they never really saw each other socially after he was done the Bond films and he got a huge paycheck to do Diamonds Are Forever because sure. he didn't know what to do and the only reason why um, uh, Roger Moore was doing it because he did The Saint and everybody loved him in The Saint and they figured that's going to translate over well, um, you know, sure. to, to be the next Bond. So that's what really worked. Like, that's the reason why we call Pierce Brosnan transitioned into 007 because of Remington Steele. Exactly. You know, you know, so it's 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 one of those things where, you know, these, the, you know, and then. By the time Dalton came around, you know, like Dalton was just kind of like they didn't know if he'd work or not. But at least with him, they go, well, he's another British actor that's, you know, done action movies. So, <laughs> right. You know, you could do it. So that's that's the that, that's the whole gist of it now anymore. It's just not so much like, oh, you know, it's not Roger Moore. I, I can't watch it or it's not, you know, or, I mean, it's not Sean Connery. I can't watch this anymore. Like it's just like who's new, who's the new Bond now because that's the attitude like you know oh Daniel Craig's right. hanging it up so after this next well, one yeah, like, I, I know that we we haven't talked about it I think it popped up a couple times in my feed that um, they talked about in this movie that Bond's played by in um, a woman this time around uh, a woman of color mm-hmm. that she has the 007 mantle um, now I don't know if she's called James Bond or not but uh, I, I I I don't know. Um, and then apparently she confirmed it or somebody confirmed it again for because no time to die is supposed to be coming out if there's a schedule because now it seems to be like they're trying to sell it to anybody who will air it at this point 
because of you know theaters being shut down but it's like okay well is it true or is it not true because in my head i think we talked about on the show it's like well he's probably he'll probably be 007 by the end of it you know because if this is supposed to be like a reboot of his of the franchise and it could be his last one fine but i don't i mean i personally I, there's a part of me that just doesn't care but there's also a part of me going like i think it's a it's the old no she's going to be it's the get more people in the door by thinking one thing and then we're going to turn it and then go back to the status quo by the end of the movie that's how i that's how i think you know well i mean you you're 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 half right half wrong (laughs) (laughs) the only reason why i say that is because they they did some massive reshoots on it i mean apparently they went one way and test audiences didn't like it because like, they were like well this is a new generation like it's you know it's a black woman like you you know this is what you guys want you call them a, you know a pig a misogynistic pig you know and da, 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 you know like and it's just like but yeah, that that's what they want i mean like that's what the audiences want so apparently they did some reshoots on it i don't know or, or re-editing of the film i don't know how it's going to turn out what's going to what it's going to be like but apparently a lot of people are up in arms about it so i'm kind of like <laughs> i'm like Get the get the weenies, kids. We're gonna have a roast. <laughs> like, you know what? I want them to do that. This okay. I, this is where I become the person who I am. Is okay. You know what? Make James Bond a female, Jane Bond, but make her just as deplorable of a human being as James Bond is. Yeah. Just a, a cold killer who sleeps with anybody to get what they wanted to get to. <laughs> the new James Bond film, rated R. <laughs> I mean, no, no, um, yeah, but I mean, it doesn't be rated R. It's gonna be PG. But like how Sean Connery or Roger Moore, they'd wind up in bed with the woman, yeah. you know, because they seduce them in some way, shape, or form. Or by the end of the movie, they're you know the heroine and the he, Bond are in bed together at some point in time. Do the same thing with her. You know? No, I mean, I, said, I agree with you. You're right. I mean, if you get the same exact person, just you know, just a female, but it, I mean, like seriously, make it rated R and actually have the most like almost. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, much that, that would triple their their, their profits. <laughs> They're like, I don't have to make another Bond film again. We're so rich. It's not even funny. Um, I'm trying to think. There was another documentary that I watched, and I have to. Remember the Dana Carvey show? Uh-huh. Okay. There is a um, documentary on... Um, oh, Hulu. I was going to lock in. Um, you see, you're in front of your TV. Do you have Hulu? Yes, I do. I'm, I'm loading Hulu um, now as we speak. It's... Um, it's... Shit, I wish I could remember the name of the goddamn thing. Fuck, because here's the thing. Um, it was a phenomenal documentary. I remember watching that TV show, and I remember it was a sketch comedy show, and I remember it came and went real quick, like it, because it was not well received. But the people on the show at the too time, funny to fail. The life and death of Dana Carvey. There it is. Too funny to fail. Fascinating. All the people who were involved in this show, Steve Colbert. Steve, uh, we call it, uh, Steve Carell, um, the guy who does the voice of Triumph, the uh, insult comic, Rob Schmeigel, yeah, Schmeigel, Schmeigel, um, Louis C.K. was like, one of the head writers, of course, Dana Carvey himself, like 
the people who were involved in the show now are like superstars, especially Steve Colbert and, and Steve uh, Carell, because this was before The Office and before The Daily Show. Mm. <clears throat> you know, or actually it was yeah bef- yeah before the, the it was before The Daily Show because they both came on they both were on there, but they first it, it was it was fascinating to know how Steve Colbert and Steve Carell the Steves we'll just call them. They worked together in the past, not just on the Dana Carvey show, but also in this kind of like the Second City stuff in Chicago. Right. And how close that they were as comics, like as 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 not only as, as like coworkers, but also friends. Something I didn't know. It was that was interesting. But to have you know Steve Colbert talk about it, like it's to see these people now sit back going, yeah, I remember, I love that show. That show was so free and it was so great. And and them kind of intercutting with each other, just kind of going, yeah. Of course, we knew it was going to suck because this is the re- you know we had a great time and the the, the suits because ultimately what happened is as the show was getting ready to air, ABC got bought out by Disney. <laughs> so, and on top of that, their lead-in was Home Improvement, a full a family a family-friendly show for mm-hmm. the most part, you know. But then to be followed up with this set sketch comedy, of course, like people thought it was going to be Dan and Carvey, so it would be all these. You know, like all the stuff that he took from Saturday Night Live, where he was more, he wanted to push the envelope and be more like, be more kind of like loosely more like um, Muddy Python's Flying Circus kind of thing. Like it wasn't going to be the same characters. And of course, getting bought by Disney, they don't right away, all of a sudden the hammer starts coming down of, well, you guys can't do that. You guys can't do this. Like, and it was. And they're like, you're not, you can't tell us what to do. We're going to do it anyway, kind of <laughs> thing. And it was just, I mean, it's just, it's a short documentary, but I was like, it was, it was funny because they, they kind of were able to make fun of. It wasn't like, um, you know, like some documentaries they look back and they go, oh, it was a shame. It's, I can't believe this happened. And they were all seemed to be okay with it. They're like, yeah, well, did no one? See, the only person that felt bad was probably Robert Smigel. Because he left Saturday Night Live to go do this, and then we wound up coming back to right. Saturday Night Live at the end of it. But to see how it goes like full circle with some of the characters and, and what happens to – I mean, I don't need to tell anybody who Steve Carell is. Um, Steve Colbert, maybe, you know, just because if you don't watch – you know, if you're never watching the other show, you don't watch the late night circuit. But I think everybody and their mother has seen at least one episode of The Office or at least seen Bruce Almighty – <laughs> or forty or forty year old virgin, you know. Mm-hmm. So like he's he's uh, or despicable me for that matter. Well, that's that's just, that's just funny the way you said that because I mean like Steve Carell and Steve Col- Colbert have gone on to become like stars, you know, like like right. they like like projects will now come to them, like kind of thing where Robert Schmeagel 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 Mister. Insult the comic dog. It's just Triumph's owner. Triumph, yeah. Um, uh, I mean, like I said, he's he's basically a behind the scenes guy. I mean, like he did the TV Funhouse uh, uh, through the through the years. Um, that was that was his that was his thing for Star Night Live, and then right. he and then and then he went on with uh, an NBC. Uh, I guess he went back to NBC. I guess with um with Triumph with um um. Josh, Conan. Conan O'Brien, right? The late night with Conan O'Brien. So I mean, that's kind of like where 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 his career went. I mean, his 
he wasn't like the forefront as as like Colbert and Carell was, you know. So those. Right, yeah, you said if if you are a fan of like of Colbert or or Carell to see them talk about like you know what they did because this it, how it's it's by the end of the sh- by the end of the documentary you kind of have to chuckle of how show business works because they all everyone kind of failed upwards. Right. <laughs> right. It, it, it was just funny watching them going, and I, I there's some really good laughs in it too. Just how they just how they talk about it. It's really, really, really good. Uh, I I recommend it. You don't even have to be a fan of the. You know, you could never have to see an episode of the David Carvey Show, but as a documentary, because the show was funny and it's a perfect title. Because I remember watching it, I remember thinking it was great and hysterical. And then if you blinked, it disappeared. Because because it was back before you know cable well, it was during cable and all that stuff, but you only get eight episodes, seven aired, you know, right. <laughs> and then it went off into obscurity. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else did I watch. Um, well, I'm, I'm trying to I'm I'm caught up on Supernatural. I watched because since I cut the cord, I have to watch the show on the app the next day, mm-hmm. which I don't mind because I don't. There's not a lot of spoilers on the internet. Um, so, or at least they don't pop up, or if I see Supernatural, blah, 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 I just keep scrolling. But I know that next week is it. It's done. Finished. Finale. Over. Johnny, it's over. <laughs> um, so I'm like, I'm a little like, last, though technically I would say last week's episode to me would be the series finale because they kind of beat the bad guy. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think the next episode is going to be like a, you know, of one of those wrap them up kids we're packing everything up kind of deals right <laughs> you know like the season finale is not really it's like the series finale is kind of more of a more tempered than action packed I get a feeling which is fine I'm okay with it <laughs> just like I already cried my eyes out yeah I'll be I'll, you know I'll be watching it you know I come I'll come home from work Friday and I'll st- watch it and cry manly tears <laughs> um, did I watch any movies this week I don't think I did I'm trying to think of anything stand out outside of the two documentaries uh, no I mean that is pretty much it I don't even know what's like I was surprised you mentioned that Mulan came out yeah I, like I said it, it, we it, it, I saw it like after we did our show, I watched, like I said, these collectors, and one of them said that, oh, yeah, it was like, this guy does what's on Disney+, Plus, and he, he talks about, like, what's, you know, shows and stuff, and things are happening in the future for Disney, for, for the for the streaming service. It's all he talks about. And he mentions, you know, about Mulan. It's like, oh, by the way, it's out on Blu-ray and DVD and 4K, you know, da-da-da. And I'm like, I didn't see that, like, anywhere. Like, Best Buy didn't promote it. You know, Target didn't promote it. Nobody yeah. promoted it, and I'm like, "What? What? What?" And I and I went to that night. I went to Disney's Disney Movie Club, which I'm a member of, and looked it up there. <laughs> wasn't there? So I'm wow. like, so I'm like, this guy's got it wrong, right? So I was like, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna, you know, say something on the on the feed, going, "Hey, you know, I didn't see it. Like, I looked everywhere, I couldn't find it." And then. I get an email the next day because I didn't do it that night. And I get the email the next day that Mulan is now available 
on Blu-ray and DVD. And I'm like, wow, what fanfare, Disney? Like, thanks. Like, like, like you're really trying to sell this one, aren't you? Like, I'm, I'm like, it's either really terrible that you're just limping it along or you're, or you're so far behind with everything that you, you know, you can't keep up with the demand because you laid off all these people. Like, take your pick, take your poison. Like, I don't know what it is. Because it was like I'm like all right, so I ordered it. I'm like I'm like, and of course I still haven't received it yet. I, I it's 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 still in the slow boat, you know, from you know wherever getting getting here. You know, I I think it's right. finally made it to Philadelphia today, and I'm like, all right, I guess I'll see it sometime this week. You know, I'll, I'll see it. You know, I have it for next week's show. You know, yeah, and I'm 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 like I probably will I probably still won't watch it till it comes out on Disney <laughs> Plus. Like dust on a shelf. <laughs> it's like all my other movies. Um, yeah, so I was kind of, I was kind of surprised by that. Yeah, I was just like, wow, like, I I just, I I couldn't believe it, like, you know, so, yeah. Okay, so what's, what is coming out this week? Well, what's coming out this week is, uh, this movie, I, I had to confirm twice to make sure, The New Mutants is coming out on Blu-ray, 4K, and, and DVD and digital code, um, so if you're an X-Men fan and horror movies... You can get. This. I'm probably gonna get this. I, I probably will watch it. I yeah. I, how can I not? I probably won't know any of the characters because I don't. I don't want read New Mutants. So I'm like, yeah, I don't know. But uh, yeah, that's coming out this Tuesday. So uh, look forward to it. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life, Resident Evil multi feature, which is the box set, and the con- the crudes are all getting the 4K treatment this week uh, for release. So if you are uh, collecting 4K. There you go. And uh, then we have the Hammersfield, the Hammer, sorry, Hammer Films Ultimate Collection is coming out on Blu-ray this week. It's all the late 50s to the early 70s of all the Hammer horror movies that are uh, that were out. And uh, so if you want to see it on Blu-ray, now is your chance to see the whole box set. It comes with uh, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. There's like over almost 20 films uh, uh, for you to enjoy for the box set. So it's coming out on Blu-ray for the first time. I don't know if you want to read any of the titles or not. No. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it's the Hammer films, right? Yeah. So it's like, you know, The Curse of Dracula, the, uh, uh, what do you called the bride of frankenstein or the bride of Avenger frankenstein the two faces of dr jekyll the curse right, of the mummy's tomb Wolfman movie in there you know yeah. i think he did a phantom of the opera um most of it's uh if you're i think i'm gonna say probably a lot of christopher reeve christopher reeve christopher lee and peter cushing okay <laughs> Well, there's some there's some other stuff too. I just saw here. There's the the sword of Sherwood Forest is here, uh, okay. the, the Pirates of Blood River. So I mean, there's some other Hammer films as well besides just the horror okay. ones. But uh, yeah, some some good films in there that you want to check out. Uh, Moonstruck is getting the Criterion collections coming out on Blu-ray and DVD this week. I'm from Criterion, so uh, if you want to have a Criterion collection of Moonstruck, there's your chance. Uh-huh. Okay. Mission Impossible, the original TV series, is coming out on Blu-ray for the first time. Is it is it is it the whole series or is it just season one? The whole series, the TV or the original TV series. These are driving confusing. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm let's see. I should go to Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> um. Possible TV show. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look at how much. How much is it going for? 
I think I think you've seen this show. Maybe maybe not. I I, I think you did because you've talked about it in the past. I remember Franklin Bash. Yes, coming out a complete series is coming out for them. Really on DVD That's though, but yes. That's fine. I don't care. I, I I'll be honest. I I'd buy that on DVD. I thought the show was hysterically funny and and cool and good and you know um. Um, that's something I'm surprised. I gotta keep waiting for. I'm like, oh, well, one day it'll. Hit. I think Amazon sold like them individually, and I was I can never get my hands on. Uh, you know, I can never really find it in stores. I'm like, well, one day, you know, maybe. <laughs> oh, this but, Tuesday's your day, my friend. Tuesday's your day. Go oh, find. Yeah, Blu-ray, Mission Impossible, 107 dollars. The original TV series. There you go. Sorry. I was going to target Best Buy. Really? Huh. Mission Impossible, the original TV series on Amazon. Well, it's format DVD. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) If I'm going to spend that money, I'm going to spend it on Blu-ray. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to do it, like, you're going to do it, do it right. That's right. Mission Impossible, original TV series, Blu-ray. Let's see. I'm going to see how much Amazon's selling it for. Because if $106.99. But free shipping if you're a Prime member. <laughs> <laughs> it says that the title will be released on December 1st. So, but that could just be a shipping thing. All right. What else is coming out? Uh, that's it for the movies TV. We can move on to video games. Okay. Um, now, this one, I, I kind of screwed up the list a little bit, apparently, because I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm going, no, that's not right, because I only have uh, Thursday and Friday uh, releases here. But uh, we had Mortal Kombat 11th Ultimate is coming out uh, this Tuesday, uh, the 17th. Uh, is that 17th? Yeah, it's Tuesday. Sorry. Uh, you know, it's uh, published by, uh, developed by uh, Netherla- Neither Realm Studios and published by Warner Brothers Interactive. And uh, it's going to be for the PlayStation 5, Xbox Series S and X, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, Stadia, and PC. And, uh, okay. So that's... I mean, it's basically, hey, everything you need to know about Mortal Kombat. It's, it's the Mortal Kombat, the aftermath, all in one big package. And I do believe uh, it comes now with Rambo. Rambo as a uh, playable as character. As a playable character, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Which, it's, it's, it's like, hey, if your dad made a video game. <laughs> <laughs> like, who's in it? Oh, right, we're going to put RoboCop in it. We're going to put the Terminator in it. We'll put Rambo in it. Well, there was it's, there was a couple of Rambo movies. Last Blood came out not too long ago, and then there was just Rambo. Sure, a little. Sure, but what kid's gonna be like? You know, you know, playing Mortal Kombat. You know what this is missing? Rambo. In in eighties icon. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Instead of just which one do we put in? I don't know. Let's throw them all in there because I believe it has the Alien, the Predator, RoboCop, Terminator. I, it, it's it really is as if like it's like oh what was pop like we're gonna have. Cobretti coming in. <laughs> like, I'm just waiting. I mean, you already got him, you know. And I just like really like Rambo in a Mortal Kombat. Like, why? Why not? <laughs> yeah, I guess. You know, I mean, there, there was a part of me be like, okay, well, if I had the game sitting in front of me, I'd want to play Rambo just to kind of see it. But I'm also kind of smart enough to go. I'm just going to Google the video of him, all his fatalities, just so I can get it out of my system. 
<laughs> you know, because I just feel like, you know, there's going to be, and you know, there's going to be that moment where they're going to have the Terminator meet Rambo, and there's going to be some sort of Planet Hollywood joke. You know? <laughs> <laughs> just, <sighs> it's like, all right, fine. You, do we get to win this time? <laughs> Danger first blood, Danger first blood. <laughs> See, now we're talking about it, it makes me want to watch every single one of those movies. That's it. <laughs> The thing is, I have to get over the first one. It's it's the first one that's it's that's the hard pill to swallow. Swallow, because the first pill, the first movie to me isn't an action film at all. It's a very heavy drama, and it's a very serious movie too. You know, and then it then it's not to the second one, and definitely the third one just goes into the absurdity action, you know, over the top action of the '80s, which is what the Rambo, any Schwarzenegger movie. Mm-hmm. They're defined by that 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 genre that that decades defined by those movies, right? You know, and I'm like, well, do I get to watch? You know, like maybe maybe I'll because I haven't I haven't seen the the last Rambo movie, and I feel like I I, I bought the five pack movie at Best Buy specifically because I was like, well, I don't want to get the last movie because I don't own the other ones, so I might as well just you know it was like twenty five dollars for all the movies, and I'm like, well. That seems fair, you know, hmm. and I just haven't had it. Just haven't sat down to watch them, just so I can get to the last one. I feel like it's a, you know, like I got, I, I have to, you know, maybe, maybe tune in next week's show. We'll see if Sean dips his, you know, if Sean t- bathes in the waters of Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I, I, don't, I know I didn't see the, the last two. I mean, I obviously didn't see the the last Blood, and I didn't see Rambo, and I. Th- I think it was just three after that before that right one two and three yeah there's just uh, there's total of five movies yeah um, now i don't know if um i don't know if the last blood ends with rambo dying i don't know please don't nobody spoil it for me because i don't i, I, I wanted to find out on my own <laughs> <laughs> but uh it's like i mean with the title of last blood i'm kind of hoping that it is but you never know. It's it's the old. Oh, I think I got one more in me. Well, it's the thing. Are they are they are they gonna burn themselves if, if somebody you know all of a sudden now he you know he comes up with another story and you know. Right. It'll be a prequel or like a, some. This takes place before the episodes of Last Blood. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's move on to the last of the video <laughs> games here. Uh, and then we have Monster Trunk Championship, developed by. Uh, Tion Publishing and, and uh, are, are published I'm sorry Tion and published by uh, Nakun for the Switch and that'll be on Thursday then we have Star Renegades de- developed by Massive Damage Incorporated and, and published by Raw Fury for the Xbox One and Switch and that'll be on Thursday the 19th then Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity published by Nintendo for the Switch and that'll be on Friday the 20th and finally Damn it! It's and it's not a Japanese game. It, well, it probably is, but it's it's what's going to be in the Xbox One too. It's an old one. Carmarty, uh, uh, Damacy, Reroll, developed by Monkey Craft, <laughs> published by Bit. That's so much. I don't even know what you're trying to say. <laughs> and I feel like Ed, are you okay? <laughs> Your, you have your face go numb. <laughs> it feels like it because it's you got you're going. 
It's K-A-T-A-M-A-R-I is the first word. Nothing? Okay. And then the second word is... Okay. I want to say calamari, but it ain't it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and then it's uh, dam, D-A-M-A-C-Y, and then re-roll in capitals, and it's developed by MonkeyCraft, for, published by Bandai Namco. There you go. Bandai Namco, you sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> for the PS4 and Xbox... Right. Yeah, that one I that one I know. It's like oh, it's, it's those titles uh, for the PS4, Xbox One, and that'll be on Friday. So there you go. That's all the video games uh, for the okay. for the week. Um, there was there was something I wanted to to bring up. Um, might be movie wise. I'll probably circle back around to it in my head. Um, all right. There was something I wanted to ask you, and I completely. It slipped my mind, and I don't want to cut you off. Huh. <laughs> All right, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, so for me, I've been... New releases came out last week, a couple of new titles. Um, I think we talked about Watch Dogs mm-hmm. on last show. But this week, I have touched uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla and Spider-Man Miles Morales. Oh. Okay. Um, so we'll do... Valhalla, I started playing a little bit more. Um, they did change it up a little bit. Um, you, it's Norse. You, it's, it's hard to describe it because it feels like everyone who's played an Assassin's Creed game knows what it's about. Um, this one is set during where the, um, you're, you're a Viking and you go from Norway over to England um, during, I think it's like 973 BC, I think. I think I remember that's the date. Uh-huh. Um, it does continue on where Odyssey left off because when you do get into the real world, your character has an item from the last game um, that is important. And it kind of steals from the third Assassin's Creed game, I want to say, because you're trying to stop a, cla- a cataclysmic event, um, you know, trying to save the world through the Animus by, by following a person's bloodline. Uh-huh. Um, they did they took some things away and they added some old things like uh, you finally have the hidden blade again which frustrated me because the last game you didn't really have it um, you know you could kill people indiscriminately like as far as assassinating them but you didn't have the hidden blade and I was like but that's kind of what their thing is um, so you get the hidden blade in this one back they also added um, one of my favorite things of Assassin's Creed 2 was this inner cut that after you solved a, a puzzle, there was like a little video clip of something that could have been either the distant future or the very distant past. They never really like the first people um, where the ad, where the apple of Eden comes from. Do you remember how much do you remember about it? the Assassin's Creed movies, the games? The games? Uh, like I said I, I remember like you said you would you would go th- you your bloodline would go through time and you would be the assassin based off of that and then the the organization which i can't remember their name would always uh they were looking for that the apple oh yeah it was the templars and the assassins right um and it's the but they alluded that this civilization where the apple came from either is very from the very distant future or people say that it was one of the first people on this planet they were aliens and they were landed in you know that we eventually were it was this big 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 mythology mm-hmm. but they brought back these little um glitch puzzles 
where back in Assassin's Creed 2, you would find a symbol, and that symbol would be a puzzle. And then you, if you solve that puzzle, it could be like a riddle or a math problem or something. Once you figure it out, it would show you like a little video clip of, of, of what looked like Adam and Eve running away from people with the apple, but they were dressed in like very Tron looking, like future kind of looking outfits. Okay. Um, they kind of brought that back in a way with these like little glitch, these little glitches in the actual animus, you might say, while you're going through the blind line. I, I personally like them. Like it's a, it's like a little mind puzzle where you have to m- manipulate certain objects and go, okay, I need to get there. How do I move this over to there to get to there and get to there? It's, it's like those kind of like little puzzles on top of the, you know, hey, you're a Viking, and let's just historically forget that they were, you know, they raped and pillaged and stole everything throughout huh. history, like to to help their people survive. Right. They still do that, but they they only it's like they kind of do it softly because you're going after um, you're raiding monasteries, which you know who are in in temp in Assassin's Creed lore the Templars, you know, so you're kind of inadvertently stealing from the bad guys anyway, or if you want to call them bad guys, some people would say they're the good guys, but whatever. Um, and they added the, they, they continued on with this one, which I also liked in the second one as well, where you have, um, a community and you have to build up that community. Like you, like in order to, because you're a Viking, they're very into the tattoo culture where you have to make yourself a, for lack of a better term, a tattoo parlor. But in order to do that, you need resources. And to get those resources, you either find them out through the world or you go, when you go about raiding, you get resources that way to help build up your community because you go from Norway to England and you have to, because you're leaving your, the person you're following is, is kind of like your, your brother. Mm -hmm. Um, but he's supposed to be he was supposed to be next in line under a of the of the of a jarl and his father yields to another king to make like a, a one big kingdom so he gets made he's like well i'm taking my stuff and i'm i'm leaving here i'm going to england and i'm going to my own person and i'm with my own ruler and blah 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 and you are his sibling only by not, not by blood through circumstance is the best okay. way to put it um, what's also interesting too is this time around you can again like the last game you can be either be male or female lead, but apparently there is this the default, and I haven't come across it yet is you're both, your your name Avar Avar I can never pronounce it right is a unisex name where so your character can either be male or female. Oh, okay. You get to pick you get to pick which one, but there's the default is that depending on which personality is or I guess I don't know how they do it yet but you can actually be both like in some parts of the game like right now I'm her I haven't switched and that's who I started off with I didn't choose her that's who I started off with so I don't know if at some point in the game I'm going to switch to the male character you know I'm curious to see how that's going to be how that's going to play out because I feel like that that is the way the game is meant to be played if it's, that's the default option you know, and I think um, I was talking with my coworkers, and apparently in the comic book, that there is a like a, a witch or like a, a one of those people, a seer, sees you as both male and female character in the same like person. So part of me thinks like that plays more of a role in it than than just picking a gender. 
huh. which you know, so it's kind of gender fluid in a way. I guess you can kind of put it. Um, the, the fighting mechanics are nice. They're still the same. But right now they're a little clunky, and I think that that's because I haven't. I have to. St- you have to find these books of knowledge, and when you find these books of knowledge, it opens up skill trees, and it becomes your basic gaming stuff. Like, hey, you got to do this, and you're gonna up. You can upgrade this, and you can upgrade that, and you know, visually it looks great. Now, keep in mind, I'm playing on a PS4, and but it still looks good. You know, it looks great. I know the PS5. I am, did not pick up one yet. It wasn't in the cards for me at the moment. Hopefully, by the time tax season comes around, maybe I'll get one. <laughs> you know, and then maybe the any any bugs will be out of the system. The way I kind of feel about it. Right. Um, but I mean, the game looked great, and the game plays great. Um, um, I'm in that rotation of where I was playing some of it last night, and then I stopped because I do have Watch Dogs that I still want to play because I'm still enjoying that, and I feel like I'm getting. I want to at least try to finish that storyline before I move on to the next one. Mm -hmm. Um, but I also picked up the Miles Morales Spider-Man yesterday. Oh. Um. I again, well, it's 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 you know the big PS5 launch title, but it's also for the PS4, um, <clears throat> and it's cheaper. It's it's fifty bucks. You know, um, I had a coupon because when you picked up when I picked up Watch Dogs, it was like I had like a twenty dollar coupon, and I was able to knock, you know, some money off of it. Um, so I was playing that for a few hours yesterday. You've played the Spider? Have you played the Spider-Man game? Uh, Spider-Man with you know. No, I didn't. I never. I no, I didn't. I didn't get that one. I did not. I would, okay, I would recommend picking it up because number one, it's one of the PlayStation hits, so it's like twenty bucks now at this point. Oh, okay. Um, and it is phenomenal. I it's by far top tier. It I I would put it uh, up side by side with the Arkham games, as far as your Spider-Man right out the gate. There's no you don't have to really build up to anything. You know it's. It's and the storyline's really good. So I highly recommend it if you haven't picked it up, play it. And in that game, you get introduced to Miles as a character, and he's somewhat playable as far as the you know as Miles, not as Spider-Man. Because mm-hmm. spoiler, in in the first game, he isn't Spider-Man. He's just a kid that happens to be in the city that Spider-Man is in. Um, if you're a fan of Spider-Man, you know who Miles is just because you're a Spider-Man fan. Right. And it plant to see like, oh, maybe you know, by the time the end of the game's done, you're like, oh, maybe they'll do a Spider-Man, maybe they'll do a sequel with Miles. And lo and behold, they did. It's not a. Um, if anybody who's played the Uncharted series, they gave it the. The, they gave it kind of like this. This it's like a spin-off, but it's not like a. It's a while it's a full game, it's not a massive game. I would say you might get like 15, 20 hours of gameplay, maybe at that. Okay. You know, because it's like a Spider-Man light, you might say. Um, but it's fun. I mean, the fighting the fighting style is still the same as the original one, which I enjoyed a lot. Um, it's very fast-paced. It, it plays a little different because it's, it's, his personality is different than Peter's. Mm-hmm. But the mechanics are still there, which is a really fun mechanic. Um, there is multiple different suits, which to me in the first game was the real draw because you get to, you know, have a bunch of different suits to be able to wear, and all those suits had different perks. 
But what I liked about it was that if you liked a perk from a different suit, you could actually take that perk from one suit and put it into another suit. So you could get to pick and choose. It became like skins, you might say, rather than actual, you know, um, I would say like for, for the, for, okay, here's, a, here's an example. And I never used it. That's why I'm going to use an example. In the first Spider-Man game, there's the punk rock Spider-Man where he's got like the little spikes in his mask and on top of his head like a mohawk and he's got this special move where he pulls out like a, a guitar and he you know strums it which disorients people again never used it once never no desire you know my Spider-Man isn't pulling out a guitar at any point in time you know <laughs> but if I wanted to if I, I and I also didn't like the way the suit looked I didn't like he's got like Chuck Taylors on and he's got like a a denim vest on and it, it, it just didn't look like a, a was not a nice Spider-Man suit so mm. to speak um, my favorite sp- my favorite Spider-Man suit I think obviously was the black symbiote one but I don't know I don't think they added that one but they did do like the Spider-Man noir suit you know and he had um, better stealth capabilities mm. but if I liked that guitar trick I could have taken that perk and put it into the noir suit huh. you know and it, it was it made it made it very customizable as far as how you played, and it was very fun, very fun. And it oh, remember I think it was Amazing Spider-Man Two game where the they had the web mechanics, you know, shooting, you know, the swinging through the city is super easy. Easy, it's like a push of a button mm-hmm. instead of having to worry about left left hand, right hand, left hand, right hand. Yeah, one button. And you can do tricks while you're in midair. It's the first game's phenomenal, and the second one is really close to that. I haven't gotten too deep into it because <clears throat> I was like, "Well, I know that if I do, that game's going to consume me for like the next couple of days, and I want to try to work on Watch Dogs because I'm really pulled into that story too. I'm pulled in so many different ways, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> so many different ways. <laughs> it's just that as a I am so weird as a gamer. Only reason why I'm saying that is because I'm playing Watch Dogs, which is a kind of alternate reality, you know, high tech sleuth. Which today I was playing and I lost my favorite hacker. I was like, son of a bitch! I got mad at myself. I lost two. I lost two operatives, but being stupid. <laughs> but I um. So there I am, you know, future tech with cell phones, hacking into drones and, and pulling shit off. And then in the next spring, I'm back hacking people across my axe and shield, and, you know, like running through going, <laughs> ah, Valhalla, you know, <laughs> and then and then switch it up and become a teenage Spider-Man. So, so weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the video games that makes it weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um trying to think uh yeah i mean i recommend both if you're a fan of the valhalla series definitely pick uh, the assassin's creed games definitely pick it up because it's big open worldy it definitely feels like it's a game that could it'll take some time to finish if you want to explore the world um you know definitely spider-man's a good pickup miles is a good pickup especially if you're a fan of the first one which i'm telling you by far hands down one of my top five superhero games. Really? Probably number two. Yeah, probably number two on the list. You know, and the, and those top five takes place in most of Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Knight. 
you know, because <laughs> 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 I love that series. And I would say Arkham City I liked more than Arkham Knight. So to me, Arkham City is like the number one superhero video game for me of all time. And I would say Spider-Man is a very close second, you know, on on gameplay, hmm. and 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 how well they just built, how well they built the world up, you know, and how they incorporate villains and and looks and styles. It's it's really really good. Okay. I, so, you good. Know, Miles probably number six. <laughs> <laughs> so. I mean, that's it. That's sweet, but you, you you don't do much gaming anymore. You're busy collecting movies. <laughs> well, that and, uh, you know, uh, yeah, my job, so that's pretty much... <laughs> yeah, it's, I have one of those, too. Yeah. <laughs> Keeps you busy, you know. It's, by the time I get home, I'm like, I really don't feel like doing anything anymore. It's like, uh, I don't feel like looking at another screen. <laughs> yeah. But I do mindlessly watch television. I, I mean, most of my TV watching anymore is like, Oh, a five-minute video or a seven-minute video on something that I really don't care about? All right, I'll watch. <laughs> right. Let me just stare here blankly at a TV screen, and they'll tell me a story that I kind of don't really care about, and then maybe I might take away something from it, but most of the time I don't. <laughs> it's like the top ten worst Dr. Seuss films. Oh, I got to see this one. <laughs> like, I didn't even know they made ten Dr. Seuss movies. I got to see which ones they fall under. <laughs> Hey, I like that one. That was a good one. I don't get it. <laughs> they really did do green eggs and ham? <laughs> Son of a bitch. Wow. I wonder how that ends. <laughs> Bet you he likes them. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no. I just, is Michael Myers in it? Because if he is, I'm passing. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> that's just He's just creepy <laughs> So I got some news Awesome Yeah not, yeah. most of it's not awesome Ed I'll be honest It's kind of a It was a, it was a rough week in entertainment news um, We'll start off by Johnny Depp Apparently lost his uh, His libel case In the Him Amber Heard And uh I forget the newspaper. So because of that, Warner Brothers has asked him to step down as his role as Grindelwald in the Fantastic Beach series. Really? Yes. In fact, Johnny Depp has made an actual statement earlier this week. Would you like to hear that statement? Yes, I would like to hear that statement. Okay. Um, this is the actual he, – he typed it up and then signed it. So that's how – what a professional he is. It is uh, November 6th, because he lives in London. It's November 6th, London, in case you didn't know. In light of recent events, I would like to make the following short statement. Firstly, I'd like to thank everybody who has gifted me with their support and loyalty. I have been humbled and moved by your many messages of love and concern, particularly over the last few days. Secondly, I wish to let you know that I've been asked to, re to resign by Warner Brothers from my role as Grindelwald in Fantastic Beasts, and I have respected and agreed to that, re to that request. Finally, I wish to say this. The surreal judgment of the court in the UK will not change my fight to tell the truth, and I confirm that I plan to appeal. 
My resolve remains strong, and I intend to prove that the allegations against me are false. My life and career will not be defined by this moment in time. Thank you for reading. Sincerely, Johnny Depp. Wow. <clears throat> so, if you need to know, um, let's see, if there's probably... Uh, according to the third movie franchise, is currently filming in the UK. According to Variety, Warner Brothers has confirmed Depp's departure and shared the following statement. Johnny Depp will depart Fantastic Beasts franchise. We thank Johnny for his work on the films to date. Fantastic Beasts 3 is currently in production, and the role of Geralt Grindelwald will be recast. The film will debut, debut in theaters worldwide in the summer of 2022. Uh, obviously, the news comes days after Depp lost his libel case against The Sun, uh, the Sun Publisher News Group newspapers and the tabloid's executive editor Dan Watton over the 2018 2018 article that alleged Depp was a wife beater. Uh, Depp shared on Instagram that he'll be appealing the ruling. So, well, I hope he Depp, wins, you know, because I think I think I think he, they found out he wasn't, you know. Right, right. And that's the thing is that there is actual amount of evidence stating that he's not. Yeah. And in fact. He himself was more abused than anything else. She's admitted on tape that she's socked him around a couple times and knows that no one's going to say that no one's going to do anything about it because it's not heard of. You mm-hmm. know? Um, but because of that, you know, because of that, petitions have started where it's like people are like, well, if Warner Brothers is going to ask. Johnny Depp to step down as Grindelwald why are they not asking Amber Heard to step down as Mira because she's it's a Warner Brothers picture and she's in it you know so I mean it begs to you know I, I it feels very kind of suspicious as one might say it's like well, why are you you seem to be siding with her when the evidence clearly sh- shows that she was the aggressor. She legitimately shat in their bed, Ed. <laughs> you know, and left about it. Well, that's the thing. I, I, I think. Yeah. Well, well, that's the thing. I, I think it's, I think it's old, old school mentality. Like Warner Brothers, still in that kind of like nineteen fifties, sixties kind of realm, where, you know, like the, the it doesn't matter really what the truth is. It's bad press because Johnny Depp's the man. Like, like it's 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 that old, you know, um, one sided uh, discussion. And you know, like like oh, Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp's a white beater. And then even if the evidence comes out, it just doesn't make as big a news impact as if he was a wife beater. So for that to happen, you know, like you know, a lot of a lot of people know that he's not. And you go okay, and you kind of move on with your life. But it was still bad press in Warner Brothers' part. So they go, yeah, you know what? We don't need you for this kind of project, especially a Harry Potter film. Like this is, this is, this is too kiddie. Now, granted, Amber's heard side of being uh, more from from Aquaman and, and that kind of thing. That that's probably. I mean, I agree with you. I mean, she should be fired for 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 that. I mean, just like get rid of both of them. It's just bad press either way. Like it just. You know, but that's the thing. Like, like she becomes the victim. That's that's how they look at it. So that's why she'll never be fired from her job from for what she does. And I've heard though that they're kind of trying. Well, pr- go ahead. Try what? Uh, 
were going to try what? Oh, that they were going to quietly write her out of the DC universe. Okay. That's what I've heard. I mean, I don't know if it's true or not, but that's what I heard. The the petition to have her removed has already hit over a million. Now, now, granted, it's a million people, but, you know, that million, if you add that by 15, by the average price of a ticket... You know, it starts getting kind of pricey when you start doing, you know, Aquaman 2 might be a $200 million movie or a $300 million movie. Um, but the reason why I bring in this one, hey, she, she put out an article that she confirmed that she is coming back to Aquaman 2 and claims petitions have no basis in reality. All right. So now she's stirring, I would call this stirring the pot. Um, she claims that the media campaigns were paid for while stating that they have no basis in reality. Like, um, the news comes after here, let me start over. Amber Heard is quote-unquote super excited to return as Mira in Aquaman 2. The news comes after over 1 million angry DC fans signed a petition to have her removed from the sequel. She claims that the media campaigns were paid for while stating that they have, quote, no basis in reality. Uh, Heard was briefly married married to Johnny Depp and said the sound of things wasn't exactly a healthy relationship blah 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 uh, everything came to a head last week when Johnny Depp lost a 50 million dollar level lawsuit against the Sun tabloid referred to him as a wife beater after that he lost the lawsuit and after he lost the lawsuit Warner Brothers asked him to resign from Fantastic Beach have Fantastic Beach <laughs> <laughs> completely different movie Fantastic Beast 3 which led to a huge backlash against the studio and Amber Heard from Depp fans However, she isn't letting it get to her. She explains, apparently. I'm super excited about the amount of fan love and amount of fan appreciation that Aquaman has acquired and that has garnered so much excitement for Aquaman and Mira and that it means we'll be coming back. I'm so excited to film that. Uh, She went on to allege paid rumors and paid campaigns on social media don't dictate, quote, casting decisions because they have no basis in reality. Uh, she continues, only the fans only the fans actually made Aquaman and Aquaman 2 happen. I'm excited to get this, get started next year. Uh, she did not divulge who's paying for said rumors and social media campaigns, however. Um, so there's going to be more angry DC fans now because <laughs> huh. it's like, hey, in, in 2018, she wrote an op op-ed for the Washington Post where she spoke about her fears coming forward with abuse allegations. Uh, friends and advisors told me I would never work again as an actor. I'd be blacklisted, which is something that many actresses have shared after coming forward with their own allegations, not towards Johnny Depp, just in general. Um, she said, a movie I was attached to I was attached to recast my role. I just shot a two-year campaign as the face of a global fashion brand, and the company dropped me, she said. Um, both her and Johnny have shared images of alleged abuse from each other in court on social media over the years. Since lost in a lawsuit, Depp has planned to contest the judge's ruling while filming, while filing another suit against Amber. Um, so, it's just ugly, ugly, ugliness. It's oh, a yeah. shame, too, because like, I, I feel like there is this, there is the spotlight always gets put on men who abuse women but there are women out there who abuse men and most of the time it's never spoken about because men are supposed to be painted as the 
stronger of the sex and that they are they should be able to quote unquote take it because women are supposed to be quote unquote weaker than uh, than men and that it's overlooked or overshadowed or totally ignored right but that's you know i mean those things happen and they should be addressed and should be you know i would say should be taken if there's an allegation on one side it should be taken as serious on the other side you know there shouldn't be the there shouldn't be a, it should it feels very lopsided and i don't think it should be that way i think it's wrong ed i'm making a stand that's bad <laughs> <laughs> i mean I don't, I don't disagree with you but i mean like i know from like you know just people like talking like that's that's always been the way like that's that old, like I said, that old thought that that like, like you were just saying, like the men are, are the stronger sexes, so it's it's impossible for a woman to be abusive to men, and it's like yeah, that's not always the case. I mean, you know, granted, I'm I'm not saying that it's it's you know fifty fifty or whatever. I mean, granted, yeah, men are more abusive than women, you know, so they the the rule of thumb is it's it's true, but it's it's damning if. If if it's not true, because you can't reverse it, there is no way to reverse that at all. Like, right, right. you know, even if you you know spout to the world that you know, like I was abused, you know, even you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna you know take a step up and 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 say something and you know stand up for men that that get abused because a lot of men don't want to be that you know that the poster child for uh, um, a poster boy it's for like, it's like right it's it's being the poster boy for for um. I guess husband abuse or spousal abuse on the male side is as equal to as being the poster boy for gonorrhea medicine. Yeah. It's like, Hey, aren't you the guy that had herpes? Yeah. Oh, you're the guy who got beat up by his wife. Like you're, it's, it's, it's just not, no one wants to have that face, but it's, it's still just as important. You know? Right. <laughs> Someone's got to step up there. You should do it. Ed. <laughs> I don't get abused, so I'm um, I'm good. I, mean, I, I I know you don't, but I'm just saying one of someone's got to step up. I'll do it. I'll be the face. You you can go. <laughs> you go right ahead. Uh, you go. I mean, uh, I mean, you know, I can't, I can't. I can't do that. If I do that, Stacey will kill me. <laughs> <laughs> She'll abuse you. <laughs> She'll make a legit. <laughs> She's like, oh, that makeup doesn't look good. I'll give you the right, the real black eye. Wap pop. Art will imitate life, and this will pow. You know, <laughs> like, hey, Sean, take a look at this cast iron pen. Does it look like it has a spot in it? I don't know. Let me take a twack. Oh. Just always see is the the indentation on my face in it, like a, like a Bugs Bunny cartoon. <laughs> uh, what happened, Sean? I fell down the stairs. Just <laughs> real quick, nothing. What are you talking about? Are you wearing makeup, Sean? No, no, not at all. Why? Because <laughs> it looks like you got a bruise in your eyes. Oh, nice. I, I walked into the door. <laughs> <laughs> All the while, he's looking at side, looking at stage. He's, he's got that that squinty eye, like that's where you keep your fucking mouth shut. <laughs> do not see nothing. You do not see nothing. Oh yeah. 
I'll, I'll, I'll definitely make sure I do something there. Work. <laughs> <laughs> See, Ed. Now here we are. We're making fun of something that should be made fun of. We're just uh, horrible, horrible people. I mean, they, they people should know by now. <laughs> like, <laughs> We have not changed. It only gets we've done this show. We're this terrible all the time. <laughs> you know what to say because probably individually we're we're probably we're probably the two nicest people you meet individually, but put us together, <laughs> we're terrible. <laughs> Horrible human beings. <laughs> also, I forgot to mention. Did you watch? Have you caught up with the Mandalorian yet? Yes, yes, I have. Um, good because I have an article about episode two. But we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, what do you think so far? I mean, we're only three episodes in, so I, I mean, I'm 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 enjoying it. I'm you know, last this last episode was you know, I mean, because of this past year and all the COVID, you know, I've been watching a lot of videos and reading articles about the Mandalorian because I'm like excited, you know that it's coming out like like it's like i'm like you know i'm like the whole time i'm like i'm like i want it now like i don't want to wait till october you know uh it was october right. start right yeah yeah uh, to, to for this to start like I, I want it now and you know so you start reading articles and rumors and all this kind of stuff so everything everything that that was predicted is coming to true and i'm more excited because like i've watched rebels and i've watched clone wars so characters that people have never heard of or seen or in these shows and i'm like i know that guy <laughs> like i know that woman like i know her from a show and of course like you can't like you know i don't you know like i stand alone like my wife she watches the star wars movies so she knows and you know kind of thing but she never watched the clone wars or the or the rebels like i watched that by myself you know it's not something that she would be what but i'm like i'm like oh my god it's bo katan like i was excited like i was like, I'm like there she is <laughs> I was more excited because the moment <laughs> okay first of all I didn't know that Katie Sackhoff who's the actress who plays Bo-Katan also does the voice of the character and right. they really did uh, someone did like you know I looked up something and they actually did a really good job of making her look like her character from the cartoon yes it's really it's a really good job you know and I'm like okay well that makes sense and then you know Stacy doesn't really know much about the lore of the dark saber and all that kind of stuff so today we were in the car and she found like an article that kind of explained why 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 it was so significant and why she wants you know Darth Gideon or whatever his name is you know like Moff what Gideon. it all symbol how was that Moff Gideon, Moff Gideon. <laughs> Darth Gideon <laughs> <laughs> you know why it's all so important and why it's all like you know how it's all connected and stuff but the problem it's like she doesn't and I I didn't know since I didn't watch the cartoons the way you did I'm like okay I know that she was from the cartoon that's cool I didn't I, I thought it was even cooler that she's the voice and now the actress like the but she dropped the name in this last week's episode that made me go ooh <laughs> <laughs> like it became like I like I did the oh I can't believe it. it's gonna be awesome and I it's um, what do you call it? Ahsoka Tanu. Yeah. You know, she's like, you need to go find her. And I was like, ooh, not that I know much about Ahsoka Tanu, but the fact that Rosario Dawson's playing her. And I'm like, I'm looking forward to that. You know, I was like, this is going to be great. 
but it's like that little like oh it's like when you know, someone mentions something in a like a Marvel movie and you go I know that reference yeah like <laughs> like I was all happy I don't like Stacy might have heard the name a second time at some point. No, she didn't. She's giving me the squinty eyes and head shake. Like, no, I don't know that. <laughs> she, she said, "Come here, I got a fry pan for you." <laughs> She's like, "Hold on, she's here. Don't talk about me on the show." <laughs> like, like, never mind. Um, Stacy's not here at all. I'm happy. <laughs> Stacy, Stacy just said, people are going to think I really hit you. No, they won't. They know I'm joking. It's called satire. <laughs> this is under, later, under comedy. <laughs> She's like, people who know me, who know us, already think I abuse you. <laughs> Now you're gonna have a whole bunch of strangers thinking it. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I was very happy. I, I'm I was I'm really excited. I was like when I heard the name, I was like, woo! Like I'm hoping it's soon, like next episode. But I mean, his uh, there's Baby Yoda's a menace. <laughs> why? Well, why would you say he's a menace? A menace because okay, well let's go. Last <sighs> episode two. Episode or... two. Well, right before episode two was episode one. Right. Or was, when you when you got introduced to the. Way to deduct that. Right. Way to make that deduction. <laughs> for episode two, there was episode one. Right. I'm smart. So I think they did they introduce the the frog lady in episode one. At the end, oh no! So it was beginning of episode two. Either way, the moment they introduced no, it was episode right. one. It was the end of episode one. That was the okay, was the end of, okay. Yeah, the moment they showed what she was carrying her kids and those eggs, I right away knew that that was going to be a problem because we've already established in season one that Baby Yoda or the child's favorite pastime snack is frogs. Yeah. Okay. Clearly, you saw him eat a couple on another planet in during season one. That's his jam. So right away, it's no wonder why he's eating those things like fucking Tic Tacs. You know, <laughs> every once in a while, he'll just casually grab an egg. And, let me put it this way. He ate those eggs the way I eat deviled eggs. You put a plate in front of me, and they're gone in like 30 seconds. I don't know when to stop eating deviled eggs. There is, a part there is, of no, me. There is no stopping. You know when it stops? When there's no more deviled eggs. That's... The moment that there's no more deviled eggs on the plate, I get depressed and I go look in the refrigerator. Maybe there's a second batch. <laughs> that is how much I love deviled eggs. And he's eating those things as if he, uh, every time he. Pop, <laughs> well, okay, let's let's just let's just do let's just do this real quick. Season two, the end of the end of the first episode, there is this. I don't know what I don't know her species. I don't know every species in Star Wars, but it's a kind of like a lizard lady, and she has to transport her children, which is in a c- container of water, basically, or some kind of goo that have right, these it, eggs, it, and it's fish eggs. It's basically it, what it is. It's a clear thermos of frog eggs, right? <laughs> so they can't they can't go through hyperspace because the the eggs will freeze in hyperspace and won't be able to survive the trip. She, 
she happens to be the her and her husband who's on this planet that is where the reason why they're taking her the reason why Mando signed up for this trip by the way is because she needs to go to a planet and on that planet is her husband and he knows the information on how to get Mando to other Mandalorians to help find a way to get the kid back to get to get the kid to the Jedi's yeah, to help, right. them gu- to help them guide them to find the child's own kind of Jedi's to bring to bring them back. Yes, right. go ahead. So it's 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 we would call this a MacGuffin. <laughs> okay, you're just using this poor amphibian woman and her kids to just push along the plot. All right, but what they decide to do in that say is they decide, oh well, we're gonna make her frog, and then we're gonna make her give her eggs, which right away if. If the child, if the child just went, oh, ooh, it's like, well, shit, I, you don't have to worry about feeding me on this trip because I'm just gonna snacky snack on these eggy eggs, <laughs> all right? Because he legitimately is like, he's like squealed with joy looking at it. I mean, all you see is just happiness in his face every time he looks in that thermos. And, and, and the best part is, the the best part to me is. You you see you see Mando look and he gives a look to the child and you you there I mean there's no expression because it's a helmet you never see his face you always saw his face once the whole you show you never see his face but you can hear the words that are coming out of that helmet <laughs> you can see the expression on the face <laughs> under the helmet when he was like squealing because he saw the eggs it's like ah oh, uh-huh. crap. <laughs> I mean I got, it's hysterical of the the amount of humor that's in that episode because again as the mando is mandalorian he never takes off his mat his helmet but you could see the facial expressions that's going on behind that helmet every time he looked at that kid every time he looked you know, the child and was like don't you do it no <laughs> no it's like i'm waiting for it's like a, I'm waiting for a squirt bottle to come out and go no no stay away from the eggs no you know, and any chance the moment someone's back was turned, he's popping another one in his mouth. <laughs> just, just like, like not even like. At, at some point, I'm waiting for him to start looking over his shoulder. You know, like no one's watching. Gulp. <laughs> in fact, he kind of does it at the end of episode two. <laughs> like they go through this shit storm. They crash land on an ice planet. Ice spiders. Whole time, Baby Yoda is it's fucking like the Michael Jackson meme with a bucket of popcorn, just <laughs> sitting there. Any chance he gets, gulp. And Stacy, remind me, it's all his fault that they crash landed in the first place. He is just chaos incarnate. <laughs> just everyone's like, he's just like, oh well, everyone loved Yoda. Yoda, he's so friendly and all that. No, Yoda was probably a killer of worlds. Everybody on that planet Dagobah, every animal on that planet Dagobah was was fresh killed to him. <laughs> but that's the thing. Now I see Facebook memes that go, now you know why he was on Dagobah with all those frogs. Right. right. Now you know why. It, that's He took this back-ass water planet because it had all these frogs in it, and he's like, he's their Galactus. It's like... It's a smorgasbord of frogs. It is like, fuck. He's as cute as Kermit, but his deadliest Thanos. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I'm going to only eat this half today. <laughs> you know? And, like, by the end of the episode, and it's not like the frog lady 
I wish I could remember her name, but she kind of has already alluded to the fact that she knows that this kid is up to no good because I had like a zillion fucking babies in this thing. Now I'm down to like 40. (laughs) (laughs) And the child's just sitting there going, what? I don't know what you're talking about. Gulp. (laughs) Like (laughs) She kind of gives him like the side eye and going like, hey, I think you're doing something shady. He kind of looks at her like all like, cool, cool. I'm looking at me. I'm innocent. Look at my big ears and my big black eyes all doughy turns around and just goes gulp the last one right before the finale before the credits I'm like that son of a bitch he is bad he's a bad baby bad baby Yoda I mean especially when especially when Mando takes him this this episode to drop him off the watch they have to watch him while he does whatever he has to do and and the eyes are just glued to that to that canister the whole time the moment He's like, okay, because um, they're, you know, obviously in, the, in this episode, in order for Mando to get anywhere in his storyline, he needs to do something for somebody else. <laughs> All right, fine. He, they don't give him, he just can't, just, there'll just be an episode like, hey, he's pizza delivery guy at this point. So it's like he has to help um, the other Mandalorian, the, the Mandalores, to get, basically, to move the plot along. But before he does that, because he's going to put, be in some danger. Hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. I'm I, while you're talking, she's like, I didn't know the I didn't know the person's name, so I had to look it up, right? So I'm looking uh, it up, right? You you know you know the name of the you know the name of the character? Right. Frog Lady. See, all right, see, all right. So there you go. She's not even worth having. She is such a MacGuffin that she's not even worth having a name. She is a punchline to a joke that Baby Yoda is going to be doing. That's whole. I feel like this whole season, like it's going to be the kid. He's like the, that that annoying little two year old that has put everything in his mouth. Like you're going to be. It's it's it's. He's going to be the equivalent of you know how like when a dog gets something in their mouth and you have to try to pry open their jaws. <laughs> they're running away from you. You're chasing it. Right, it's running away from you, and then you finally grab it. You're you're huddling over it, and you're trying to pry the, and it's just going. <laughs> not bite you, but doesn't want to let go because it found a piece of food or a bone or something that shouldn't be in its mouth in the first place. Just standing there looking at you, going, Rrr. while you're trying hard to pry open their jaws. Mando's going to be doing that to Baby Yoda in about three episodes. I can feel it. <laughs> you know, it's just going to be this 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 string of like the. I I, I it's uh so. So as he's like, oh, I'm going to go into danger, I'm going to give the kid to the only person I know on this planet, and it's going to be the frog lady who's now reunited with her husband, and they're rejoicing over the fact that, you know, that they're no longer really the last of the line because they got a whole jar full of babies, and I'm going to give the world the eater to, for you guys to watch. It's <laughs> like this, and and it's like Baby Yoda's like, fuck Yeah. <laughs> Like the moment he gets dropped off, he's like, "Bitch, do you know what I'm about to do to this family? I'm gonna, uh, you're gonna, you're gonna come home. You're gonna come back to pick me off, and they're gonna be dead in the kitchen, and me just cracking open eggs and just eating them. <laughs> just be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Just give me empty container. I for- <laughs> right. I for I force choke them dead so I can eat the babies." Sight unseen, and be like, it'll be like every time, it, and you're gonna walk in, you're gonna go. It's just I keep waiting for the Mando for Mando to put his hands on his hips and go, Baby Yoda, <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 and just Yoda just doing the old, not the mama, 
<laughs> like, I'm the baby, gotta love me. I'm the baby, gotta love me. Or or pull the Damian Wayne. What? <laughs> like, <laughs> just stare at you. You're going, well, what? Like, you expect anything less out of me? You, you saw me eat them before. You chastised me. And then what do you do? You give me to them. How do you expect me not to want to? And then he's... Google eye in this big jar and one of the babies, you know, one of the eggs pop out and the baby's area is like, oh my god I don't have to eat the can- the jelly shell to get to the good stuff <laughs> it's it's like the ch- it's like the candy shell melted and now I got a handful of chocolate to eat <laughs> it's like I, I'm i like, you gotta be kidding me and finally, Mando finally does come back with the kid, he didn't eat any of them, at least not that I know of, but he's pretty much playing with one that's now out of the you know he's kind of like got a Pichu dress what's that he's like, he's like a he's like a tadpole size yeah. and, and baby Yoda is kind of doing like a coochie coochie coo to it you know it's like he's like a coochie coochie coo coochie coochie coo like you're gonna go look good in my belly everyone turn around just for a second I don't know what happened oh <laughs> you know just it's ridiculous <laughs> And then, and then in the end, the, the Mando ship is so beat up, and it gets piecemeal together by a record. A, a Mon Admiral, Calamari. What, what, they're, what they're called? A Mon Calamari. A Mon Calamari race. And it's basically kind of got like a sea shanty theme inside going on now. And <laughs> this spider, this jellyfish spidery thing, looks like it's about to attack Baby Yoda. And, and I don't know why Baby Yoda looked kind of scared maybe not or maybe just excited he's like really you're gonna cut he's you're you really want to make an attempt you are i'm bigger than you if, if if i'm bigger than you i'm gonna eat you that's basically the feeling i'm getting from the kid huh. because mando at the last second grabs a thing kind of kills it and then as they fly off you see baby yoda kind of sucking it up like it's spaghetti in his mouth <laughs> you know i'm just sitting there going this thing this baby's gonna be the it's, he's just, oh my god! I hate if he's this bad now. I hate to see what happens when he gets to his emo phase. <laughs> you know, like teenager like, Yoda, like a teenager, teenager child. Like you don't understand, mom. You don't know me. You're not my real dad. <laughs> dad, you're not real. <laughs> just grabs like a big jar of eggs and goes storming off to his room to listen to fucking the Umbrella Academy soundtrack or something. (laughs) (laughs) Listens to Recog, My Chemical Romance in the background, the Black Parade playing while he's eating eggs. (laughs) (laughs) You don't understand me, man. (laughs) Wearing all black. It's, uh, sorry, he's he's going through his sit phase right now. Okay, I will grow out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Dressed all in black robes, mascara on, listening to a lot of of the Cure. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> in his room playing, you know, their version of Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> it's five it's three in the morning you got school stop telling me I live my life you don't know anything about me man 
<laughs> you don't take that helmet off because you're ashamed to be seen with me. <laughs> but the reason why I'm besides bringing it up, I asked uh, the article that I have is people don't really know what to make of this. Clearly, the it, to me, it's it's being used as a as a humor um, for humor. I can see it. Okay. But, oh, what is that? I can't get to the, oh. The article, the article I'm trying to get to is on VanityFair.com. Baby Yoda canceled amid accusations of genocide. <laughs> 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 and, and I can't get to... I can't get to the uh, the actual article for whatever it's... it's, it's it, it killed me, the link. No! See if I can get to it. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, that sucks. I feel like I'm. I feel like I let everybody down. <laughs> you did. Uh, uh. <laughs> hey, the, hey, the guy who punched uh, Rick Moranis got arrested. Oh, good. Good. I'm glad they, they got they the got bastard. Him. They beat him. <laughs> uh, see. But uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm. I, I did see a lot of stuff as you're looking. I'll, I'll say to talk about. I did see a lot of people apparently were up in arms that he that, that he was eating all these eggs. Right. I mean, there these people. To me, what I find hysterical is that they somebody has a fan theory that he wasn't eating them; he was preserving them. <laughs> that he was actually eating them to save them. Like that, if he was going to regurgitate them at some point in time, because you know, it's it's hard to sit there wearing a t-shirt of being like, look how cute he is, when you know he just you know, slaughtered like half this this woman's family, you know, because he was snacking. <laughs> like, it's just like no, like he's so cute and so adorable, and you're going, yeah, here you go, here you go, finally, right there, ah, uh, come on. <sighs> okay, baby Yoda canceled amid accusations of genocide. All right, baby Yoda, one of the, who one year ago today cozied into the hearts of Star Wars fans with his bottomless eyes, fuzzy head, and adorable cooing, has invoked genuine social media wrath for the second episode of The Mandalorian, in which the mystical infant remorselessly snacked on eggs of an endangered galactic species. whether this is serious or silly depends as Obi-Wan would put it from a certain point of view Um, this is how the Tempest started in last week's chapter of Disney Plus show entitled The Passenger Pedro Pascal's Bounty Hunter agrees blah 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 Um, so uh, the world she needs to get transferred to so she can fertilize her canister of eggs which floats like in a brine like peeled apricots um Let's see. Um, Trinity, the unspeakable occurs throughout the episode. Baby Yoda is caught reaching his little green claws into an unsupervised container in order to gorge himself on the inappropriate morsels. <laughs> <laughs> the Mandalorian plays this for gross-out laughs, but a, cont- a contingent of fans on Twitter has taken the action seriously, expressing anger and sadness that the series would make light of something that is both a personal invasion and a potential extinction-level event. 
God forbid one fictional character destroys another fictional character. (laughs) 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 That has been countered by many others others who feel this comical sci-fi storyline is being taken too seriously. Um, Someone quotes here, I just want to know who thought this was a good idea. Like, we have this woman whose species is facing extinction, and she's very protective of her eggs. We should have Baby Yoda eat them. Like, hey, yeah, dude, bro, high five. Like, what? One Twitter user posted. <laughs> <laughs> Here, but then, of course, Vanity Fair, Vanity Fair takes this quote, right? But then, and this one cracks me up even further, one Twitter user posted on Vanity in, on November 11th, but in parentheses, Vanity Fair is excluding links to protect people from their, from potential harassment. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> um, so when gosh, baby Yoda is losing the uh, gosh, baby Yoda is losing the charm. Another one posted, I hated I hated him because he ate the eggs of a lady frog and her species. It it's in extinction. Another wrote, baby Yoda not knowing any better, genocide for the sake of cute humor is never very funny. I mean, I laughed, but I felt really <laughs> guilty about it. <laughs> I, I, I laughed, but I felt funny about it. I laughed, but instantly I regretted laughing. Because <laughs> <laughs> I realized just genocide's no laughing matter. Unless it's done by a cute little baby. <laughs> oh, my God. Another Star Wars-centric Twitter user quoted the frog lady herself. We fought too hard and suffered too much to resign ourselves to extinction of our family line. She said after engineering a translator and standing up, up to the legendary Mandalorian. But please use these eggs as the butt of your misogynistic joke. <laughs> no one, I don't think anyone knows what sex baby Yoda is anyway. Everyone assumes it's a boy. Yeah, it could be a female. It could be a female woman. Right. You don't know? <clears throat> Still, I, I mean, I, I mean, that's the thing. Like, it, it, does Yoda have a sex? Maybe they're, they're unisex. They've been all like, yeah. yeah. Go, go on. Um, still others expressed disgust that a toy featuring Baby Yoda and the eggs is being sold. I saw <laughs> that. It's like a pop figure or something where it's Baby Yoda reaching in his hand into a, the, the egg thing. <laughs> really? All I, think of, all I could think of was, when's that going on sale? Because I'm buying it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the first thing when you said that. I'm like, I, I got to get that now. Like. <laughs> I need that in my right. collection of stuff. It's it's gonna be my, my Christmas card. Hoping you and yours has a happy. Hoping you and your family have a very happy holiday. <laughs> uh, um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Other people still people. It's uh, it concerns me that the child's appetite might lead to the end of a family line or maybe the extinction of a species. I don't know. But hey, the kid is adorable. So here's a pop celebrating that genocide. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, it is. It's a pop figure. It's like a little it's thing, and it's got Baby Yoda, and he's reaching out all. You can see the glee in his face as he's making his way over to that, that container. <laughs> 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 I, mean, uh, I can't believe people are this nuts. I really I can't. I, I can. 
Uh, that tweet came, uh, let's see, the backlash ignited a counter-backlash, of course, because it always has to, with those fans insisting that the complaints amount to an overreaction to what is obviously a fictional and fanciful situation. Lucasfilm's creative art manager, Phil Zotak, who usually shares behind-the-scenes goodies about the show, tried to bring calm to the situation by explaining the intent. Um, that tweet became the focal point um, of Twitter, I say I want to say that um, it's, I'm going to go to Twitter to see what it is. Oh, it doesn't say because why would it? <sighs> Stupid internet. Um, the tweet then became the focal point of the complaints and was increasingly hostile back and forth between those who were unhappy with the storyline and those who thought the uproar was overblown. Um, <clears throat> there's a quote. Yeah, I know. I was defending this story, this story choice the other day because I thought it was intentionally very disturbing, not comic relief, and would hopefully have some meaning, meaning going forward. But now, I'm just incredibly be, incredibly disgusted, one user replied. I'm so sorry I gave you all the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter being Twitter, however, got ugly fast and stayed that way. Some of the counter complaints were abusive in nature. It's uh, fucking funny because they're fictional characters besides non-existent Besides non-existent species, so stop the drama for a fucking TV show, one user po posted. There are really important things in the real world. <laughs> some, of the more, some of the more heartfelt concerns were raised by fans who said they were simply reminded of the real-life pain of their own personal medical struggles, comparing the Frog Lady storyline to the often difficult experiences of in vitro fertilization. <laughs> I don't know if you heard Steve you know, absolutely not <laughs> as a Star Wars fan with a history of multiple miscarries who is saving up for IV, IVF them playing this as a bit feels extremely gross and mean spirited one user wrote <laughs> so wow. as a person who went through fertility treatments and the mother of a baby who tries to eat everything, I get the intended gag of Baby Yoda eating the eggs. My first reaction was, oh my god, it's my child, but then, stop it? The story makes it clear that those eggs are important, another person posted. No, they're not important. They're important to those two people. It's important to move the story along. They're called a MacGuffin. Here's another point of a MacGuffin. That briefcase in Pulp Fiction after they get it they don't talk about it anymore because all it did just move a plot along all you needed to do was get Manda to that planet how are you going to get into that planet we're going to use this woman and her baby's eggs to transport from one place now again it's probably not making a good argument oh so they're use using that joke as a plot point yes <laughs> Yet another woman who lived this experience urged people to not take the incident so seriously. This is a quote. The amount of people offended by this episode is ridiculous, she tweeted. I had fertility issues, and I thought the part of Baby Yoda eating the eggs is dark humor. Chill the hell out. It's a sci-fi film. No eggs were truly harmed. <laughs> <laughs> no eggs were harmed making this film. <laughs> making this show. I just... That's ridiculous. Uh, it's it is it's 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 super ridiculous. And as I'm talking, I saw an article that made me go, "I did see a movie this weekend." Okay. I saw the the sequel. I saw the sequel. Stacey and I watched the sequel to the Borat movie. Oh. The <laughs> Borat two. Yes. 
I we saw it. It was funny. I mean, it wasn't I, honestly. It wasn't as funny as the first one because I think to me the the, the joke is ruined. It became you know in the second one it it, it made like more at their had to interweave a a political not a political it was very political obviously because that's what he does uh-huh. you know that mirror but the problem i felt is that in the beginning it's even addressed in the movie people recognize him you know they know he's borat so there he is walking along the streets of america and people are trying to come up to him going borat ah you know like like yeah. and he's like he's he's doing the old i don't know what you're talking about i don't know what you're talking about to the part where he actually went into um a spirit of halloween store to actually see that they sell a ignorant foreigner reporter as you know <laughs> which is clearly a, a borat costume <laughs> so he kind of has to he kind of has to create a storyline around that and that he has to dress more american he's always wearing he's wearing this like this chunky american suit and he puts on an american accent and it's funny the stuff that he does is kind of funny i wouldn't say it's nearly as funny as the first one maybe because it it lacks the uh it it lacks the, the spontaneity um, of it right because he brings he you know he's he has a daughter you know from the first movie well it, the plot is his daughter is um i guess for lack of a better term <clears throat> sabotage is the reason why he's over the it comes back to america in the first place and it becomes he decides to offer his daughter to Mike Pence to bring to Donald Trump to make um, relations between America and his country good. You know, <laughs> so, you know, of course it becomes, <laughs> it, it becomes, it becomes this moment where, like, you know, as since in his country, women are hard. Like third class citizens <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you're laughing this hard over the plot of the movie makes me go like you're gonna watch it tonight. <laughs> I just play because because that sounds stupid, but it's just like I'm like what a premise. I'm like I'm like I'm like wait, this is this is the twelve hundreds. That's how that works. According to you know, for his people and his culture, you know the you know that they helped annihilate the Jews. They were very proud of that. Women were like third class citizens. They lived in cages. You know, so his daughter coming to America, she kind of wants to become almost a they. They they try to find out what makes a, an American woman attractive, and you know she wants to have like plastic surgery, and it, there's some sweet moments between like a father and a daughter, like they're like why you're doing this whole political satire humor to make and show the mirror of how stupid we can be as as people in America. It also has it also tries to inject this warmth of a father father daughter story, and that itself is is nice and all. Um, but there's moments in the movie that kind of it it there isn't the laughs. It becomes more, you know, quiet in a way between him and her. And it's like it takes. There's no the highlight of the first one is him and his friend, you know, his interpreter or whatever, the fat guy, 
wrestling naked and running through this hotel bare ass naked. That's like the highlight of the movie for that one. Right. And there's there's not that moment. I mean, there's a couple moments where you kind of where he does get into trouble, so to speak, by going. He does get to a Pence convention, like where his Pence is at, and has he's dressed like has got like a Donald Trump costume on. It's very funny, but you can just kind of tell. But like you, you just don't really like know. And then there's the whole Rudy Giuliani thing at, by the end that got everybody in. Yeah, got gets him in trouble, and and it it's it's it kind of takes away from everything. And by the end, uh, okay. Yeah, I'm like knowing that Mayor Giuliani's in it, and it looks like he's trying to get himself undressed. You know, trying to pull out his his dick for. What's supposed to be a 15-year-old girl, you know, it really sets it up. Really, it sets it up to be very painfully in a bad light. Um, and I don't know. There's a bunch of articles about how how close it actually came to be. He was actually going to maybe possibly have sex with this girl or not. I, I don't know. I didn't. I I strictly trying to look at the movie from the artistic merit and not the behind-the-scenes shit because to me, I'm like that's where one person has one thing to say because then he says he was tucking his shirt in and I think that Sasha Baron Cohen said something to against that and I just saw recently like the girl herself actually makes a comment that she was uncomfortable doing that but again that's just headline she could have been uncomfortable because they knew what the, jo- the joke was and that maybe it wasn't going to land you yeah. know how that sometimes yeah. happens mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, as look, as a show who every once in a while will say a joke that doesn't quite land, it can get kind of uncomfortable and you get kind of nervous about it. Right. So I get it, you know? Yeah. Um, but I, I felt like it was it was nice. It was funny in moments. It was sweet in other moments, but I don't think it was as funny as the first one. And the first one I realized is like 14 years ago. It was weird to, see, to still think what kind of an impact culturally that movie had on people. To like when he's walking down the street, people going ah, because I'm thinking, holy shit, 14 years ago, some of these guys who were like in their 30, 30s were like 15, like it was it was catered right to them, right? So like they were defined by that movie. Someone probably is going that Borat movie defined my teenage years, you know, and that it was so funny. And I for every, I mean, everyone's going that is nice, <laughs> like. <laughs> It was it was the it was the yeah baby of of that generation, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, very nice. <laughs> Thumbs up with the we call it the thong over his shoulder, you know. Like it just those images stay in your head and they're they're to say it's burning your brain and you whether you want it to be gone or not you you can't get rid of it that's the problem (laughs) right like even if you've never seen the first movie you go very nice you know where that's from yes (laughs) you can't you can't you can't avoid it in any way shape or form so him doing a sequel you know those people aged into that bracket were like, oh my god, you're making a sequel? I need to be part of it. Borat, ah, very nice! And he's like, I, you, you can see him kind of freak out a little bit because you go, I don't, I'm interested in seeing like maybe there's like a behind the scenes, like, hey, how we made this movie. Like, if there is that moment where he kind of thought this was going to happen, we need to have it, It's it becomes like a plot device for him to dress up differently. Right. <laughs> and to put on an American accent. And he kind of and there's these moments where he's 
he's wandering the streets and it's empty and they kind of overplay it and he bumps into a person they're calling the the coronavirus and then he gets taken you know he stays with them for a couple weeks you know for quarantine and and they go to like a rally and it's just it's just it's hysterical and you look at it and you go this is why people think we're fucking morons because it ain't that far from the truth because they're at a rally with people not wearing masks I mean he legitimately goes up and gets the audience basically to you know sing about killing Obama and killing the reporters and in like just because of how blindly stupid we can be as right. a, as a, as, as a mob as a, right that mob mentality or this that the mind of that person who thinks oh this ain't real this is not you know I really believe this and you can get away with anything if you just push their right buttons mm-hmm. it's it's crazy and you go that this is the reason why that we're maybe now like i just saw a cute meme and they're like hey we just got through a lockdown yeah but whatever like, and it's recall it it's pippin and the guys from you know lord, um, of rings. lord of the rings lord of the rings where it's like yeah we just had lockdown yeah but what about second lockdown because <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're about to have a second potentially a second lockdown <laughs> <laughs> what? It's like you sit there and you go, I can't believe that this really, and you just kind of roll your eyes. You go, this is why we get made fun of, because we're probably the only. I I mean, it feels like we're the only ones that are getting a second lockdown. It's so nice. Let's do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Worked the first time. You know? Let's do it again. Right, because because we listened so well the first time around. We're gonna listen this time. You know? <laughs> oh, for sure. And, and then our new president, there might even be, like, we might get locked down, like, lockdown light for the holidays, maybe, potentially. I saw something for local references that there might not be any more indoor eating. Yes. You know, as far as, you know, as a potential thing. I don't know how accurate that is. We'll know tomorrow, tomorrow being Monday. Right. But then there's also talk, too, now that we might, I, I'm going to say we have a new president, even though the current <laughs> president is saying that that's, that's not true. I just... <laughs> It's it's like I yeah you think you're confusing other countries <laughs> we're worse. It's like it's it's like it's like having your friend go okay you know what it's like you're in a classroom and you have one kid playing with a ball and his time's up and you know I have to give that ball to the next child because you're about sharing it. It's about the responsibility of sharing the power and and the ball and everyone gets a chance. Now some people get to play with it longer than others but your time's up give us the ball so now the next person can play no i'm not going to do it well i'll give you the ball but i'm not i don't have to talk you you cheated to get the ball like it's like (laughs) so now but now our new president potentially i guess depends on who you're talking to biden he has a person saying that they might shut down the country for four to six weeks just shut it all down you know completely because according to this guy there's plenty of money to do that and uh, part of me is like but if there's plenty of money to do that why haven't we been doing that from the start and a part of me is like because no one wants to do that because they're too busy in a giant pissing contest it's like they're using this as a we're not going to do it like we're not going to do it because you guys want to do it well we're not going to do it because you guys now we really want to do it because you guys say we're not we shouldn't do it well, now we're not going to support that because you guys really want to do it. It's like, but, but, 
<laughs> so I, I, who knows? We might be in second lockdown. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I was, I, you, you guys, you know, you thought you were, you know, I was born in this solitude. I was, <laughs> I was raised by it. Like, go ahead. I got my big screen TV. I got my PlayStation. I got my digital content. I'm good. Lock my ass down for another four to six weeks. <laughs> like, I don't mind. I got TV to watch. <laughs> I can get to catch up on some shows. <laughs> we're we're the download age. We don't we don't have to give them to go out for stuff anymore. <laughs> but that also spins into I forgot to mention the beginning of the show that Stacy and I went to Joanne's um it's a crafts place. And because it's that time of year, Stacy wants to get the Christmas stuff ready. Because uh-huh. the moment, because we have a, we have a, uh, uh, we have, I have a rule, and Stacy's uh, abiding by it because she loves me and I'm her husband. It's that you don't put Christmas stuff up until after Thanksgiving. Right. Right. That that seems to be a nice rule. That's she our rule. She says it's stupid. So we're all today. We went out and bought, you know, Christmas ornaments and 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 stuff because the moment it hits twelve oh one, you know, on Black Friday, she's not going to go shopping. She's going to start putting Christmas decorations up. I just know it. You know, I'm going to be at work and I'm going to come back. I'm going to come home from work and it's going to be a winter wonderland inside the house. You, I, I just know it. The, 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 I think sometimes now we haven't done this in a while, but. Because we usually go out to dinner on, you know, for Thanksgiving, we go to the family or whatever. And right. uh, usually when I come home, I have to pull the bins out like that day. So that way Friday morning she could start decorating like my wife. I, you know. I, I got a feeling I'm going to be doing the same thing <laughs> on Thanksgiving. I'm going to be done. I'm going to be like, oh, that food was so good. I just want to do nothing but sit here and maybe play a video game, maybe fall asleep watching a movie. No, no, get the Christmas ornaments. Yeah, get, get, get it all out so I can start decorating tomorrow because, you know, that's right. the, the the day. I'm like, okay, you know. I think I think sometimes sometimes before we had to leave for family, I had to do it, like pull out all the bins out because we, cause we have, like, all these bins organized by, like, different, like, what trees and where, where it goes and that kind of stuff and so that all has to be pulled out, which is good because then that way Friday I can sleep in and then she can decorate her heart's content. Right. She's like, it's like, okay, right. you do what you do and I'm going to do what I do. <laughs> well, I noticed I, maybe it's I missed a meeting at some point in time, but we saw, I saw um, ornaments that are fuzzy. Like, like, like they're like fur lined ornaments. Mm-hmm. Like I was confused by this because I'm like they're soft and they're nice. Like ooh, you know, it feels nice and soft. But I'm like, who puts them on a tree? Like, isn't it supposed to be like gaudy and shiny and like ooh, look at me? This is all like it would be if if I was a hunter and I had rabbit fur and deer skin and and yak wool and I wanted to decorate my tree with that, maybe. But I just, I, 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 I was confused. <laughs> I was walking through, going, when, when, when did this become a thing? You know, that's the new trend this year. Like fuzzy balls for your Christmas tree. <laughs> it's always been that way. <laughs> I've never, I've never noticed. I've, I mean, I have never been into a Joanne's. I think at that point, but you know, I just found it 
odd. Like, first, I'm already annoyed. It's like, you know, just it, the, the things are lined up with Christmas ornaments, and I'm just going, <sighs> oh, oh, yeah, you have no clue. <laughs> You know, they'll do that Christmas in July and sometimes they have sales or whatever. I mean, some people take that very literally. Like Hallmark has puts their puts some of their um, uh, ornaments out on in July for like a weekend or, or a week. Sure. And, you know, because I'm at that sale. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, like I'm there. Hallmark runs Christmas music, music movies in July because it's Christmas in July. Like. It, it makes I, I mean, look at me wrong. I'm, I'm always up for a good Christmas in July party. I am. And if you're going to do it, you know, fine. Pull the tree out. Someone go dress like, you know, like have Santa. Someone dress like Santa. But instead of being in his suit, he's in Bermuda shorts and a tea, Hawaiian shirt. And it's like, ho, ho, ho. Santa's taking a little sun this year. <laughs> you know? <laughs> now sit in your lap and tell me what you want. You know, it's kind of, but just be careful. I just put suntan lotion. Don't slide off. <laughs> You know, just kind of just sit there, <laughs> get the get the Mrs. Claus in like a two piece bikini, serving my ties, <clears throat> you know, just, just, just sitting there. It's Christmas in July. It's what Santa does on July twenty fifth because he's got to remind you. Because on Ju- on July twenty sixth, it's back to work, old man. No, <laughs> uh. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, so. The, the the um I guess in a week my house will be all Christmafied. <laughs> Stacy's like just a tree. I'm like okay, sure, just a tree. It, it starts just it, a tree. It starts with a tree. It starts with a tree. And then you know it's like one of those things. Like all of a sudden it. Oh, I just thought this would look good in the living room. And then and then and then it's like oh, I'm just gonna put this here on the stairs. Cause it, and then next thing you know, there's you know a big a big Grinch sliding down a chimney out front, a big blow up Grinch on the front lawn, you know, waving at people as people are driving by. I was say you know? you're 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 going to start seeing like you know you're going to go to Hallmark and you're going to see those that Christmas like she's seen the ones we've had in our house, you know, with the they right. play music, you press a button and it does like play some Christmas music and it's the soft plushy you know things. You're going to start collecting those like eventually. <laughs> I, I saw that they're doing. Um, I knew how you have that Star Wars ornament set that does like the very first movie. Yeah. Apparently, they did that with the Harry Potter ones. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw. I saw that. Like, I was like, oh, that's, oh no. <laughs> but there's, I don't. We're not. We're not getting that. <laughs> I, I, I thought. I thought I saw one for Star Trek this year for, uh, for Hallmark. I mean that's possible. It gets you know like a nice little movie. Sick. It, you know why not? Sure. We, I did grab an ornament. Stacy and I we try to grab an ornament every year since she's been up here. Uh-huh. Um, for the to to and she puts on it the date. You know to be like that's our tradition. You know so like this year we got it's our first wedding together. We got married this year, so it's our first Christmas as bride and groom. So we got like a nice little ornament that says you know first Mr. and Mrs. First Wedding 2020 kind of thing. Uh-huh. And then I, I got my ornament. Uh, it's it's a we call it um it's from Hallmark. It's like a, one of their premium ones. It's Darth Vader's head. You know, it's kind of it's kind of heavy. It's like it's got nice, some nice weight to it. Yeah. I'm like, all right. I'm like, all right. We'll get that one. She's like, I don't know how I'm gonna put the date on it, but she liked it. And I'm like, I right, mine. It was either gonna be that or um, uh, there was a bat symbol 
that was in that one. But then I saw this, this, the Darth Vader head. I'm like, I'm getting that one instead. I don't think she picked out hers. She's ordering hers. See, see, I, I went, I went right off the shelf at Walmart. She's ordering hers. Ah, now I remember which one it is because she's a Harry Potter fan. She's not really, she's a Harry Potter fan, but she likes to represent her house. And her, my house is also, our house is House Slytherin. A big shocker, I know. Mm. <laughs> right? I just right away. I just fear everybody in the audience going. That sounds about right. <laughs> if, if they if they know Sean and he says he's house Slytherin, they're gonna go, yeah, okay. And if they know Stacy, they're going, oh yeah, totally, definitely. We are house Slytherin, and she wears that badge with pride. And it's not because they're the bad guys. It's because of what they the house represents. The the pride cunning and ambition those uh-huh. are the, the house mottos you know but it's also you know green she loves the color green you know and and everyone doesn't like the slytherin house so right away it's like no one likes us no one likes us no one likes us we don't care we're house slytherin house slytherin no one likes us we don't care you know? <laughs> 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 so so she saw on Pinterest or Etsy or one of those buy you do it yourself kind of crafts crafty things. Yeah. Someone did a a Slytherin house ornament that she's ordering to have here for you know for her ornament for the year. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I get the uh hey the 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 little cute little I, I'm I gotta be honest if I'm gonna get an ornament I have to be kind of bougie about it it's gotta be a Hallmark one <laughs> like because the first the first year we did it um, we went to Target and there's like the big glass ones like, like it was like a um, a Millennium Falcon and then I think the year after that I got like a um, controller mm-hmm. a PlayStation controller and they're kind of they're, they're big and they're gaudy and they look I'm gonna say it cheap <laughs> they, I don't think they look fancy, right? You know, and I guess that you know it's part of the Christmas spirit. Is you know it's the ornament itself, but I'm also I feel like I'm ornament bougie because I, I feel like like during earlier in the year, because you know you go into the Hallmark store, they're already it's probably you know what and the kind of thing was probably in July. <laughs> you know, now that I think about it, because it was during the summer, yeah. I walked in there and they had a Yakko, Wacko, and Dot. You know, an Animaniacs ornament, and I think it might have had some sound. And I fell in love with it because I'm an Animaniacs fan. But I was like, uh, and I felt like it was one of those like, like those limited edition runs. You know, like get it now. It's the 2020 edition because you know in 2021 it ain't gonna be here. And I I passed it up because I was like, well, maybe the closer it gets to the holiday, I'll, I'll since I work at that mall that the store is in, I can just wander in whatever I want and probably pick it up, you know, at some point in time. Sucker. I don't know if it's still there. I don't know if it's still there because I haven't, I haven't been on that end of the mall in a while. So I'm like, but then I found this one at Walmart and I was like, okay, the Darth Vader one is kind of me because I'm a Star Wars kind of person. Yeah. But I felt like, I felt like Hallmark, when you want quality ornaments. Let's <laughs> you know? say, look, we, we, we buy, we buy Every year, we're, we're we're getting, especially Hallmark, we'll get ornaments. I mean, my wife, my wife, we'll go on vacation, and we could be in the hot, we could be in the, we could be in like the the hottest location ever, 
and she'll somehow she'll find somewhere it's selling ornaments <laughs> and buy them. And I'm like, how? Like I'm sweating and dying. Like we were, we were in, 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 um, in, in Nassau, Bahamas. And there was these like huts that were selling, you know, it's a marketplace with these huts that were selling stuff, the bizarre kind of thing. I don't know how she found it because it wasn't in direct line, I uh, a line of sight. But she's like, I want to go there, and I'm like, where? And she's pointing to like all these buildings, and I'm like, which one? And she's like, just follow me. So I followed her, and we were like, it was like a labyrinth, and we're like swinging through these different, you know, like turn twists and turns. She finally gets to this building, and it's nothing but Christmas ornaments. You know, it's it's island stuff, like you know, like type of thing. She's like, I want to commemorate our trip, you know, for blah blah. blah. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. And I'm like, and how did you see this? Like, I couldn't see it. Like, it wasn't in visual range, like if at all. Like, there was no way you saw this. Like, somehow she knew it was there, you know. But that's to say, like, like we were in Mexico and Cozumel, the same thing. You know, when we were in Japan, she found a place. I'm like, how do you find these places? But we go to Hallmark like every year though for Christmas, and because <clears throat> they have a Mickey collection, they have a the like like. Mickey Mouse of the years and every year they have a new one and we have to get that one you know like one was when he was a, the fireman and one he had that when he had the deck of cards as a, as a as a you know a fan like type of thing in the behind him and he was doing that dance the flamingo thing um you know there's there's one when he's when he's in the marching band when he's in the you know doing the the, the uh uh you know the concert he's the conductor you know waving he's got the the band suit on you know, so those those things we collect. So while we're there, you know, we we collect them. Of course, I got, that's the whole the the Star Wars you were talking about, where, where where you plays and it plays in sequence with each other. All the ships play to each other. It the the the, the New Hope uh, uh, storyline, you know, of it, and you, you, you and it's it's pretty cool. But that's the thing, like like we end up collecting stuff, and that's like like I was going to say to you because when you saw the Yakka Wacka Dot, it's like you should have bought it when you saw it, because one year. Yeah, my wife's she's a big fan of Stitch as the Disney character, and she she saw this one, and I'm like, "Do you want it?" And she's like, "No," and we walked away. Then she writes down, you know, we do a Christmas list of each other, to, you know, to like you know get stuff or whatever, you know, ideas and stuff, and that was on there. So I called every Hallmark from here to New Jersey to New York. Nobody had it. <laughs> Nobody had it, right? And they're like, "Well, we might get more, blah blah blah," but you know, you're you're taking that risk. You're like, you're like. Will they get more? Like, and you don't want to be that asshole coming in every week going, "Did you get it? Did you get it? You know, any idea when?" And then, so I end up going online. I paid twice the price for it. Like, you know, because some some <laughs> some guy, you know, bought them up, you know, and knew that this was going to be a hot item, you know, because it was like, like you said, it's like a once a year thing. Because I haven't seen it this year at all. Every time I look. Thinking, oh, it's going to be here now. I'm going to see it everywhere. It's going to be like smacking in the face going, sucker, you should wait another year. <laughs> but I haven't seen it. So I'm thinking, well, it was probably like a one-time thing. And that's, that's you know, that's it. So, yeah, I mean, like I've seen Star Wars. Like I always try and buy like a Star Wars ornament every year. And like some some ornaments I don't I see in the next year and some I don't at all. Like ornaments I have, like I don't see uh, ever again. So I was like, you know, good thing I bought it. You know, but. That's just me. Yeah. <laughs> no. That's all I got, Ed. Okay. Uh, you got anything else you'd like to add? Uh, you know, I was, there, there was something that was like tuning through my head, and, and I can't remember what it was. So. 
So every, every time I'm like, oh, I'm going to mention that next time we get a break, you know, a break in the action of something we're talking about. Like, like but, uh, no, that's, that's, uh, that's it. I think the, I think that's, uh, I don't know, I just start taking notes, like if something pops up in my head during the week, I'd be like, oh, talk about this. Or like, I completely forgot we saw the Borat movie until like the very last minute. I was like, oh, that's shit, we did watch something this week. You know, <laughs> oh, I think Stacy's just just gave me something to bring to the show. Oh, no, oh, never mind. She saw an ornament that she's probably going to order now. This would be, I, Ed, I opened up, inadvertently opened up a can of worms. Yeah, you opened up Pandora's box. That's what you did. I opened up Pandora's box, you know, uh, because I'm sitting here and we're talking about ornaments and how I went to Pinterest and on stuff. And apparently she just found, as as a lover of Harry Potter and a lover of bad guys, somebody did the dark the dark mark as a christmas tree ornament and she was like i'm talking to you and she was like <gasps> and i thought oh, oh she probably maybe saw like a last minute article or remembered something that i was supposed to bring up to the show that because we were just talking about sometimes it jars her memory about something instead no she wouldn't show me a picture of an ornament that she's probably going to order it as we're talking right now she's like you know i'll just won't put it on the tree i'll save it for next year <laughs> or or she's like no one a year Okay, well, it's one theme a year. <laughs> so, but Ed, that's it. That's all I got. I don't know how much information I'll have for next week's show because I start. I have one week left before Hell Month. Hell Month, yeah. The next two months, yeah. Next two months are going to be hell. I work in retail. I work in the gaming retail end of business, and I know that it's going to be Black Friday next week and and I'm afraid I'm afraid Ed I don't know how we're gonna do this year you know with 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 maybe second lockdown (laughs) you know there's stuff coming out that you know it's already sold out because you know we might get replenished with certain systems we might not the way I tell it to people I'm like hey if they give us one it's replenished (laughs) you know like Like it's 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 I'm not gonna be standing out front of the store going and you get an Xbox and you get an Xbox and you get a PS5 and you get, it might be yeah we got one flip a coin. You know? <laughs> I'll just, Let's I'm see, you just start building arena death, you know, and it's like you know, <laughs> like who wants it? I'm gonna have it hanging from a top of a dome, and it'll be two men enter, one men leave. Exactly. Kind of thing. <laughs> I have Tina Turner singing, we don't need another hero. (laughs) (laughs) All dressed up in our our post-apocalyptic outfits, because let's face it, by now we all have one. (laughs) (laughs) The sweatpants, (laughs) dirty (laughs) t-shirt, unshaved, (laughs) uncut. (laughs) It is No Shave November, so they're going to have a bunch of grizzly-looking people fighting over xboxes and playstations in this sudden death match that i built a dome at the mall <laughs> you know could be highlander too there can only be one <laughs> one <laughs> playstation <Swat>. five <laughs> <laughs> we were gonna do it the old-fashioned way thumb wrestle for it <laughs> <laughs> giant giant rock paper scissors contest for it go old school gaming <laughs> We're gonna play a game of freedom. 
<laughs> the last team who wins gets it. You get to share it. Can I put my name on it? <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> all right. Apparently, Stacy can put her name on something. It's from Hallmark. She's like, oh, I can put my name on it. This is from Hallmark. See, all of a sudden, the bougie <laughs> Hallmark thing that she kind of shook her head at is like, oh, oh, look, she can. Oh, God, this is unknowingly adorable. It's a Harry Potter sorting hat, personalized ornament Slytherin, right? Uh-huh. So it's got a sorting hat on top of the house Slytherin seal at the crest. And you can it can say Stacy Slytherin, <laughs> all for a low low. P- oh, she's like I don't don't tell anybody. I don't want it to be sold out. It doesn't matter what the price is. Odds <laughs> are <laughs> <laughs> you could probably buy a PS Five for the price of that ornament. <laughs> no, no, it's not that bad. But I could just it, it, right now it's add to cart. <laughs> <laughs> But I thought you said we're only getting one. You said one theme. <laughs> she said she's only going to get one. One ornament. So now she's going to look. She's going to make sure it's the perfect one. So that means I'll be free the rest of the night. Because she'll be looking. <laughs> Hi, well, there you have it, folks. Uh, thanks for listening. If you haven't already, con- Woo, how? So I'm already ahead of myself. If you haven't already done it, Please go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter, at Geeksters. But of course, like I was about to say, if there's anything you want to talk to Ed about, or me about, contact Ed first. <laughs> contact Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. But you should really contact Sean first, and that's Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. Excelsior! That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.